Hey everyone, welcome back to the IWP Network, or if it's your first time, welcome hanging out with us. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast, and feedback is always welcome. So make sure to check the links below for all social media links, audio and video versions of this show, and merch. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing that feedback, and enjoy the show. this recording here all right here we are ladies and gentlemen we're back it's been a while um doing this um once every so often type thing yeah is, uh, is a new thing so if you if you haven't checked out the last couple episodes on the network um and this is and you're just coming back <laughs> for screen brian's tag. like way over yeah <laughs> if, if this is your first tornado tag in a while hey guys oh yeah we to turn you up um the intro oh, thing thanks. blew our Hello! Oh, <laughs> um, new microphones, new microphones. Yeah. yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. And then look uh, like a like a cup. Yeah. It does. It looks like a little yeah, like a, like a cup with a lid on it. Yeah, that makes any like sense. A sippy cup. Or yeah. something. And then you see our banner in the back, which is not the new banner. So the new banner that that was going to be the new banner, but we got rid of that block, the block, the block. I don't know the block, the block, and oh. we made it like a color splash. So this logo, this banner is going to be a future giveaway. Mm-hmm. So, um, what we're gonna do with this banner is we're gonna take this to independent shows. Uh, you'll be you'll, you'll help us out a little bit with that as well. So we're gonna take it to different shows and have some guys sign it, and we'll yeah. try to get a huge banner like everyone to sign it, and then we'll do a big giveaway with it and yeah. get a bunch of independent guys to sign it. And it'd be remember those independent shows. They remember were those things. Yeah. They were a good time. Um, oh, what's up, Dan? Dan in the chat already. What's Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, we do have, if you want to enter our giveaway for the other two banners, we have 17 out of 30 spots. So if you're in this chat, I will say it a couple times when more people join in. But if you want in, just say in the chat, I want in, and we'll put you in the in the running for the banner. Um, what, what this will do is we're going to do the men's rumble and the female rumble. Um, if you're listening to this audio only, send us a message on Facebook. It is our tagged, I think our topped banner. Um, our topped giveaway, um, Curtis. Yeah, p- while you're while you're here, comment. if there's anyone in your uh, on your team that wants to join this giveaway, send me the send me their names. I only have you and Mario. He's like Curtis and, and Jertis, yeah, and Lurtis. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Um, so we're gonna give every, we're gonna draw. Once we get this filled with thirty people, we're gonna put everyone's name in a hat and draw your name twice. And you will have two entries: one for the men's and one for the women's. Mm-hmm. And if your your number wins the rumble, you win the banner. So that's yeah, how we're gonna simple. do it this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, it makes the rumble more fun. Yeah, because getting a name is sometimes you know you know yeah. who's, you know who's gonna win or you know there's stupid gimmick stuff. And maybe we'll like, have like a runner up. I got you, truth. Like uh. if we say like you your guy had the most eliminations, but you didn't win, maybe okay. we'll send you a t-shirt or there something. Yeah, you get a diesel t-shirt. Ooh, you get a diesel, a diesel t-shirt. t-shirt. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. 
um, we have our plugs out. We got them out of the way in the in the intro there, but uh, definitely go check out the links below uh, for Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine. Merchandise is up there. We did add some more T-shirts, so I went to order a T-shirt for for a, one of my buddies, and uh, he's 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 a he's a little bigger than a two X, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that the premium shirts only go to two X. Oh, okay. So if we have some, some fans out like there that, yeah. who are you know jack dudes and they can't fit in a 2x because they're just they're big sexy hunks of men they're uh mastodons yeah (laughs) so so we added um the comfort t-shirts and the and the um classic t-shirts back so they can go up to 5x okay so we added also we're working on the tornado tag mumu yeah there we go yeah for me Uh, requested by one dom de louise yes (laughs) and my wife came in with a shirt on earlier that looked like a mumu (laughs) That's funny. She's she's still wearing it. Yeah, she's is she? No. Oh. no. <laughs> she came in and said, Do I look silly? And I went I laughed and went, Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um so yeah, we have a, a lot of jam packed stuff here for you guys. Um we're gonna jump into our topic of the night and also we have our end of the year award. I think was, let's do our end of the year awards first. And then we'll jump into yeah. our topic, which is The Undertaker. Really, really quick. Do you want to run, run through a, uh, a lesser award show that happened this week? Sure. Yeah. Slammy yeah. I'll talk lesser. They didn't, WD didn't promote it, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was on at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That's like a who cares time. Yeah. Uh, we're joined here real quick. We'll just give a quick plug. Uh, joined here by Curtis Kowalski from the PA Pilot Driver Podcast. Love those guys to death. Go check them out at PA Pilot Driver Podcast. Like Mr. Perfect. And also Alex Watt from the uh, Wicked Turtle and High Tension Wrestling. Got my high te- Alex sent me as a Christmas gift a high tension wrestling T-shirt. Um, cool. Uh, I, I, I'm unfortunately wearing the Dead Man one today because today's topic is the oh, Undertaker. Oh, see, I, I seen part of it. I thought it said Hangman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I will have on my. I'm doing my wrestling challenge. So if it's something you guys want to jump in there with me, feel free. It, it'd be a lot of fun. Just do hashtag wrestling T-shirt challenge. I'm up to day 25 in a row with uh, wrestling. What's going to happen is. Tony's going to do wrestling challenge. Andy's going to do superstars of wrestling, and I'm going to yeah. do wrestling spotlight. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you guys want to join in the challenge, uh, head over to Instagram, Facebook, and just take a picture every day with a different wrestling T-shirt and show some people some love. They could be until what? The end of the year, or you run out? Do you run out? Okay. Yep. I'm gonna see how many does. I want to at least hit a hundred days. Yeah. Tony's gonna get buried in a wrestling T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm gonna put I'm them sure all in the casket with me. I'm gonna line the inside of my. I'm yeah. not getting buried. I'm getting cremated. Oh, yeah. I'll get them all burned. Well, with they me. get burned with. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And have a separate urn for t-shirts. This is my t-shirt urn. <laughs> That's all. Here, here, like, well, I want that. here lies Tony's yeah. t-shirts. Then burn them all up and then make one memorial t-shirt out of that. <laughs> can you make? Can you use acid for a shirt? I don't know. Um, yeah, let's let's get into our sla- the Slammies. Yeah. So the Slammies, they had the most creative 24-7 championship win of the year, yeah. uh, which went to Drew Gulak dressing as a janitor. You know who should su- went to, not to interrupt him, but if he would have had it at the time, the shark that ate Akira yeah. Tozawa. Yeah. Like, if he ate him, he should have become 24-7 champion. I agree. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, that's an error. Best, best uh, pro wrestling death we'll have to do. Oh, we'll add that and, to the list. And uh, it, as in show, Kafabe death. There we yeah. go. A lot of people died this year. A lot. A lot of murder. They'll never come yeah. back either. A lot of murder in wrestling this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. At least five. That should be a murder, my dude. Episode. All the kayfabe <laughs> murders. Yeah, like a joke. Like a if you ever do one that happens to fall on uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be good. Yeah, that's a great idea. Male superstar of the year was Drew McIntyre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ring gear of the year, the New Day. Return yeah. of the year, Edge. Musical performance of the year, Elias. I don't know who he was up against. <laughs> uh, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> rivalry of the year was Edge and Randy Orton. Female okay. superstar of the year, Sasha Banks. Breakout star of the year, the Street Profits. Social media star of the year, Bailey. 
female what? trash talker of the year, Lacey Evans. Oh, sorry, was somebody you want to chime in there? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't hear I don't, much I don't, about Bailey. I haven't Bailey even seen on... Bailey on. If realistically, Instagram, they Twitter? won't give it to her. But you know who I've seen on social media more than anybody? Mandy Rose and Lana. Okay, yeah. You and TikTok Lana, dances. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. can't Lana. Lana's great also, especially if she's really helping with Miro's. She like she's amazing with yeah. those. Bailey. I couldn't even tell you the last time I seen Bailey post anything. I don't know anything. I last thing was Randy Orton talking about burning a man and watching Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, female trash talker of the year, Lacey Evans. Male trash talkers of the year, the Hurt Business. Okay. WWE Network documentary of the year, Undertaker: The Last Ride. Okay. All right. I would have Celeb- Hurt Business. I would have put down to just MVP. Yeah. And uh, Curtis in the chat is one hundred percent correct. Uh, Elias winning music award is terrible. Miz and Morrison, hey hey ho ho, ten times better. I agree. He is one hundred percent correct. I I, I agree 1, with him. One thousand percent correct. Jeff Hardy had a cool little guitar solo that probably wasn't oh, him. Boy. You go go look, listen to uh, what is it? Perox Perox Y Gen. Yeah, it's awful. That's his band. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey hey ho ho is is definitely the clear winner this year for that. Um, all right, well let's let's start now. Listen, in the chat, we want you guys to participate as well. So we're gonna go through all of our awards well, here. Well, we're not there with just yeah, one more. I'm sorry. One that, that, really uh, good Andy one. and I oh. want to really get into right. here. Uh, I'll save that one for last. Celebrity appearance of the year: Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Double cross of the year: uh, Bailey on Sasha Banks. Referee of the year was Charles Robinson, which they did so an angry John Cone. Uh, could uh, disguise himself and try to steal the award from Charles Robinson. <laughs> Moment of the year, The Undertaker's final farewell. Tag team of the year was the Street Profits. Superstar of the year overall was Drew McIntyre. And the match of the year, and this is what Andy and I might want to talk about here for the a match second. Of Maybe the you too, the match, match of, the, of year. the year was the Boneyard match, Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Nominated but not winning was the greatest wrestling match of all time. Yeah, the greatest <laughs> match ever. But not the match of the year. They didn't even make the match of the year. <laughs> they, they didn't, I bet you they didn't even think about that. No. No one said, hey, uh, maybe we should just make that match of the year. And just, you we know. named it that. Yeah. <laughs> that should win every year. <laughs> the greatest. It was. It was How? so good, it's now <laughs> retroactively the match of the year. Like, oh, that Masawa Kabashi match, get that out of here. Yeah. Uh, Edge and Randy Orton. Edge and Randy Orton where the camera shows his face and the DDT or whatever. It's like. yeah, sp- spoiler alert, <laughs> that might be our match of the year. No. Oh, my. Um, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. All right, so male. So what we're going to do is we're gonna I'm going to put the award out there. Everyone's going to pitch their case, and then we'll collectively agree on the winner. Sound good? Okay. All yeah. right, so we'll, go, we'll start with male wrestler of the year. Um. You could no, I was just gonna say I also have I'll just throw my second one out there just to good you know no I mean after my when we go first yeah go ahead well, I picked John Moxley John Moxley I don't think he lost all year except when he lost the title okay and he was also not they wrestled much New Japan they were dormant for three months US I champion. would I so would also I agree with, with you John as John Moxley as as a guy of the year and yeah. then second I would even though the dormancy like it's every three months was I put on Tetsuya Naito because he was double champ and he did lose it but then he won it back so. Yeah. And then, and then Drew McIntyre could be a tie for second place. Drew McIntyre's my number two yeah. as well. So I had Moxley they, one and, and Drew two. They were the three that I had, and I was back and forth between all three of them. So I'm going to defer and say, yeah, we, we can all agree on Moxley. Yeah, so yeah, John, I mean, John Moxley will be he, our... Really, he's booked very strongly in J- New Japan, and obviously he can't travel because of the virus mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But when he can, I'm sure he'll be winning there too. Anyone in the chat agree, disagree? You guys can let us know. Um, women wrestler of the... The woman wrestler of the year. Let me go first again. Uh, we'll, we'll start with Brian. Do you want to go switch it up? We'll start with Brian. Uh, for me, even though NXT is like the the best women's wrestling, in my opinion, unless you're watching Stardom, which I don't really watch a lot of, I thought Asuka did such a good job being like the deputy number one baby face on Raw, consistently good matches all year, consistently entertaining all year, even though they give her like just dumb stuff where she's just yelling gibberish. 
Uh, always funny. She she got Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke over with me by calling them the sexy muscle friends. Yeah, I like that name. Mm-hmm. Asuka is my female wrestler of the year. Second place I'll probably give to uh, Io Shirai. I, I'm I'm pretty locked in with those as well. Really? See, I picked yeah. Io for my first. Yeah. Because I, I, I believe she was champion all year, right? Coin flip for me. Yeah, but Asuka was No, it went almost. from Rhea to Charlotte to Io. Oh, yeah. okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I forgot about that. WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, so. in your house is when Io won it. The yeah. in your house. Oh uh, yeah, the, the 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 classic in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but her jumping off the top of the cage and everything. I don't know. She just popped up off my top mind. of the house. Yeah, off the the house and the cage. The house and the so, cage. So uh, yeah, I went with the Oshirai. Second, I'd have to pick Bailey for being champion almost all year. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The promos and everything. Oscar, though, Oscar has been champion. Oh, she had that little time where she lost to Banks, but she was a champion for most of the year, from like Money in the Bank on, except for Banks only had it for like what a month. Yeah, not yeah. long at all. Uh, Curtis said Rhea Ripley would be his female okay, wrestler. Yeah. She, I, she was kind of out for a little bit, so that's why I thought about her, but yeah. I was like, eh, I don't know. I like, thought it, it, it your, seemed like they killed her off though. a little bit this year. Yeah. yeah. I think even though she was not in the title picture, I mean, she had one glimpse where she was in the title picture with mm-hmm. EO, and she got her ear ripped off. Um, she still stayed relevant, even though... But she had that kind of uh, throwaway feud with Robert Stone and what's her name, Aaliyah or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm really enjoying her feud with... Uh, um, the, the Gonzalez chick. Oh, yeah, Raquel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, Rhea is the perfect example of you don't need to have s- your uh, someone who's a great superstar with a title on their waist to make them relevant. Yeah, that's true. You can. She's in a great storyline. She's in a great feud, and you're not wasting it by having a title involved. Yeah. So okay. I, 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 I mean, I wouldn't give her the year woman of the year this year, but I thought she had a great year. Um, I believe last year she was our rookie of the year. Yeah, wasn't she? Maybe yeah. breakout. Yeah. Our breakout. Yeah. Breakout. I, think breakout. I, I still think she could year. win Royal Rumble. Yeah. I, I yeah yeah I think well, my pick right now is Bianca Belair. Okay, oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, there was a rumor. Speaking of the Rumble, and uh, there was a rumor that this might be the year where, in one of the Rumbles, uh, it, it's like very, it's like maybe down to two people before number thirty even comes out, and they both eliminate each other, so number thirty automatically wins. Oh God! And and if they're gonna do that, it it, it almost has to be Lana with the way they're booking. <laughs> yeah. Them. Oh my God! Could you imagine if Lana wins the Rumble because of that stipulation? That's just so. What? That's such an anticlimactic ending. Hey, we're yeah. down to tw- thirty. Hasn't come out yet. Twenty nine just came out. Oh, they're both eliminated. Thirty wins. It has that ever 30? happened? I, no. It, it sounds like like something that you Vince Russo would do. Yeah, yeah it does. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention here. Like, I don't think she was in the mix enough to be like the winner here. But if we were doing doing like a most improved woman of the year, like breakout. If we did breakout again this year, for me it would be. Um, for maybe Shotzi Blackheart because she has been Shotzi's really a great, on point. A in great okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good breakout. Yeah, Sh- Shotzi and um, Britt Baker. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, Britt, Britt yeah. Baker. Even though she was hurt. Yeah, yeah but when she came back, yeah, and then that and the personality stuff yeah. through the roof. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it was this year because it was that that uh, beach thing or the Jericho cruise with Tony Schiavone was last. Yeah. Ja- it was this January, and then she had where that, that that switch turned on. Yeah, and then she had that match in the little small arena they yeah. did when she got busted open. And that was really. I want to I want to give myself a pat in the back real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, mutual friend, uh, some, Baker, someone who, someone who took your title <laughs> off you on, on at Outbreak. Okay, um, he made a post saying that he got Eddie Guerrero hot sauce. Oh, what should I, I seen, put this yes. on? And my comment was a mamacita, <laughs> and it got a laugh emoji. From former AEW World Champion Nyla Rose. Oh, how about that? Yeah, it's <laughs> oh. a little pat. That was that was my Christmas. No. I was like, all right, look at that. <laughs> Big fan of herself, Nyla. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my post. It made my day. Um, so yeah, I can say Nyla thinks I'm funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So female wrestler, I think I think we're both pretty much two two to one here with, with the Oscar. I think Oscar's yeah. gonna get that one. But great. Eo, I think would be a solid second place. I agree. Definitely. I was. I'm to- I'm torn between both. I think they both had fantastic years. Tag Absolutely. team of the year. Now Brian had one down here, and I, 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 I could. I'm. 
I wouldn't be upset with it, but uh, I think the way he's changing, I may be going to as well here. But I'll start this one. Um, I think Tag Team of the Year, even though it was a weird gimmick, a weird storyline where you knew it was over before it even started, but the year they had as a tag team was very entertaining. Kenny Omega, Hangman, yeah. Kenny Omega and Han, Hang, uh, Hangman Page would mm-hmm. be my pick for Tag Team of the Year. I, I can't argue that. That yeah. was really good. Um, we were talking about it in uh, in the group chat off off the air, and my first pick was FTR. Mm-hmm. But the more I thought of him, like, no, because if you go back to the beginning of the year, they had the great match with the, with SCU. They had a great match with the Bucks. They had a great match where they dropped the title. Yeah, for me, it had to be. I, I wouldn't have thought it, but yeah, it had to be Kenny and Hangman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I initially had them as second. But and NFTRs because uh, when they first that came was what to, I uh, had first and I kind of to AW I was like these matches are all real good it was just, yeah. just fun to watch them wrestle again but yeah probably, probably Hammy and Kenny they yeah. were, had a great year for their makeshift tag team I like their that the, came the up buckshot uh, B trigger yeah B trigger that's such a cool move such a cool move yeah and all their matches were good yeah yeah, yeah. um all right that, that one went quick match of the year and we'll start with you okay best match of the year so I go in the G one Will Osprey versus Kazuchika Okada it was day seven and it got five point seven five from Meltzer, although some, there were some higher ones, but I thought this match was just awesome. For me, and, and this well, Osprey didn't turn heel yet. So for me, uh, I I have not had a wrestling match that made me feel like this in a long time. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, Finn okay, Balor. there you go, that's a good one. That was on my list. Wow, that match goosebumps. I don't know what Meltzer gave it. I always like to give the Meltzer rating just to give people yeah. an idea. But that match was very good. My second one was uh, Hangman K versus think, the Young Bucks I at think Revolution. Meltzer I think Meltzer might have given that one. Let, let me look it up. I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah. Brian, what would your pick for the match of the year? Uh, going way back to the beginning, I still have. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of the G one. I kind of. Lo- I I I kind of lose pace with the G one. Eventually, I'll get like the first few days in. I I admittedly didn't see the Osprey Okada match, so mine is still Okada Bushi from night one at the Dome. Okay. Okay. Well, we got a, a little weird three-way tie here, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll circle back to this. If anyone's, in the I chat. will defer. I will defer to Andy and and go with uh, Osprey Okada. Yeah, you got to right. go watch it. There was also uh, Kotobushi versus Minoru Suzuki was really good, and then uh, I believe it was Okada Kurt, versus Curtis Bushi. had a good one in the chat here. Walter and Ilya Dragunov. Oh, I, uh, I need to see that. UK. And I heard that Noah match just happened with Goshizaki was really good. But yeah, I, I, I believe yet. they had, uh, UK had a really good women's match too that the, a lot of people are talking about. Like the the next night, okay. the next week, I didn't get to see it yet. Uh, but yeah, all right. We'll we'll go with the G one match there. That's the, with the Osprey, um, cinematic match of the year. Yeah. So this was a very this was heavy no year. contest. There was yeah. only one I liked. <laughs> there was there was like a couple I liked, but there was a lot this year. All right. We'll get into the worst too. Uh, <laughs> I will go first. <laughs> okay. I would say the Boneyard match. The Boneyard match. See, that's I had that. Uh, there were two I liked. I take that back. Yeah, I had the I number liked. two. I still consider that a match because it was two people yep. fighting. It wasn't like well, the Fiend Firefly mm-hmm. match. I, I'm going with Stadium Stampede. I thought that was much more entertaining. Um, yep. I'm cool, with that, one. I'm cool yeah. with that one as well. I mean, that was just so good. It was like, what, 45 minutes or something like that? But yeah. so many guys in it. Yeah. And I don't know. And that still felt like a fight. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like the Firefly Funhouse match or lackluster like Dream versus Adam Cole in the movie lot that yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. It was better than Money st- in the Bank. I still like yeah. Money in the Bank. I'm sorry. Yo, when Dana Brooke slid, slid and, I mean, that I, wasn't and legit bad. hit her head on the ground, I was like, oh my <laughs> the, God. I, I didn't the mind coolest that. part about that the coolest part about the Dana Brooke slipping thing, the janitor in that scene is Bruce Pritchard's yeah, son, yeah. Kane. Yeah. Who the name Kane came from. Oh, shit. Yeah, how about that? All right, so. Tooth and nail by the way, uh, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, I, I got to disagree with with, uh, with Big Dave here. It was uh, four and a half. I think I that's a low. scumbag. I, think that's, I, I give think it that's five. Low. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's easy a five. Um, and they're going to wrestle again. I will say this: Stadium Stampede wins match of the year, and I'm cool with it because it's the only cinematic match T-shirt I own. Oh, okay. Have, <laughs> yeah, the winners I, and the losers. I have the losers shirt of the. Of I believe the it might be the only cinematic match shirt there is. I think so. I don't as think well. there's a tooth and nail one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Out, outside of uh, outside of our truth, there's a lot of bad comedy in wrestling. Yes, the comedy in the Stadium Stampede really, really. Hit for me. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, and Jericho Hall in the play. That was. I just think. The, I think the the cinematic match was a great way to send off Taker, like because he couldn't. He, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know. Um. All right. Well, let's get into uh, feud of the year. Um. I know the year's not over yet, and. I, well, I, only what, I, don't, I don't think a few more. Sh- a one more show. Spark within the next week. Yeah, yeah. If there's a few that starts and ends next week. I mean, you could nominate it. I'll tell you I what. Mean, we got a Raw and a SmackDown and a Dynamite. The and then XD. I, I know the, the it's it's heavy to lean towards. You know some of the stuff that happened. Roman Roman and Jey Uso was really good, mm-hmm. and I thought it was the rivalry I wanted. But my God, this Roman Reigns Kevin Owens has been fantastic. Wow, you're going with that? I, I, I'm, I, it's hard to say. Our another feud. Um, that that's kind of been like and when I say one, you're gonna be like, oh, oh yeah. I really it's, it's ricochet against the hurt. Business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that's really <laughs> high on my list, but it's kind of a goofy one. But I thought it was really okay. good. Um, Jericho Orange yeah, Cassidy. There you go. That's my number one. Yeah. I thought that was the one of the year. The first match was real good. The second was not so good, and the third was most match was pretty good. So yeah, and what it did for Orange Cassidy, and uh, it was just entertaining. From even when that first promo when Orange Cassidy just walks across the screen and bumps into Jericho, mm-hmm. you know, it's like what the hell? Yeah, that's gonna be my my pick. That's my pick's mine. gonna be Orange Cassidy Jericho. But I tell I'll tell you what, I I had the most purest wrestling experience of all time. We were watching TLC. Mm-hmm. It was me and Heidi and Tori, and Heidi and Tori, are, you know, they they're not wrestling fans, but they they could watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were so invested in that ladder match. Tori was losing her shit, calling Roman Reigns and Jey Uso assholes for cheating. Like <laughs> it was just like being like watching, like going back to me as like a ten year old kid screaming at the TV because I didn't like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then the whole time you're watching, like, is Kevin Owens gonna do this? Like, it was. I thought it was a very good match, and I, it, I thought it was a very good match too. Yeah, I, it's it's been a it's. It, it kind of brought me back to that youth feeling of watching pro wrestling, okay. like, especially That's watching. I thought with two that people. was one of the more fun WWE pay per views of the year overall. Actually, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. I'm really I'm excited to see how that continues through the year. If it pays off to Roman winning a title, I it, I mean, you mean Kevin Kevin winning uh, a title because yeah. his only title run was him winning it because Triple H handed it to him. And then oh yeah, him, I about and that. then him losing it yeah. by getting squashed by yeah, Goldberg. I think he was U.S. champ. Was he Intercontinental champ ever? No. He, he, he was I, yeah, champ. he was. I think that was the first title he had. Actually, mm-hmm. I think he had that. Yeah, didn't he lose it to Zack Ryder at that ladder match at WrestleMania? Oh, was, oh, was he the champ going into that? He may have been or around. I don't, I don't that know. Time. Yeah, I know for sure he was U.S. champion. Yeah, but uh, man, if he lost to Zack Cur- Ryder, Curtis says Ripley and Gonzalez is. A, I, I like that. Okay, feud. you can pick that. I, I yeah. like that feud too. It's a good. There feud. isn't a lot of feuds this year that really stand out. Like yeah, mine mine was Roman and Uso, but I can I can get in with Orange and I can get in with Orange and. Uh, Jericho. That jacket getting ar- more yeah. orange by the yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid, but I liked it. Um, heel of the year. I mean, it, it's got to be Roman, right? Like, it's what we it always wanted. Me. This guy was someone who we didn't want on our TV anymore, and then he turns heel, and we're like, we want more Roman. Yeah. The only reason I didn't pick him for number one is because when he first came back, we weren't really sure. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had the debate is he bad guy? Is he good guy? Tyler's like, he's bad. I'm like, I don't know. Tyler was saying it was good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't really know because he just came out and beat him up. He didn't really say anything. And then now he's heel. But uh, 
I went with Bailey just because she was uh she was a great heel. Yeah. Yeah. she's been very good. The her, Karen gimmick is fun. Yeah, her smacking the belt um, off the glass and stuff. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was the the best overall heel for the year. Maybe Jericho, but Jericho everyone cheers for. So it's like we'll we, he, we'll know, do this. Well, Roman is the best male heel. Of the okay, year, there you go. And we'll say Bailey's the best female. All right, that's I'm fine. Cool. Unless I, I, yeah, definitely. All right, well, I'm cool with that. Uh, MJF would be a second runner up there. I mean, oh yeah, he's, yeah. He's just all, but that's his thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think Roman stepping out and kind of taking that role now with Paul Heyman has been fantastic. Yeah, you know, um, I think MJF is kind of, and he was growing on me for a while there too. Like especially around that matchup with Jungle Boy, it was really good. Oh yeah. And then uh, when they started doing the thing where he's like running for office when he was wrestling Mox, I'm like, eh, I don't know about the one promo was almost like a babyface promo to it me. It was, yeah. That he like had. Hard times uh, and then almost. just now it just seems like he's like a he's cooled off. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 gotten like self parody for me. Yeah. Um. And then the babyface of the year. Babyface. Well, we are Orange mis- Cassidy yeah. easy for me. That's why I was. I was trying to think, and I was like, Orange I Cassidy. I don't know who else really. WWE. Like I guess you could say Drew. I don't know. I Who would your women baby face be? It's tough. Oscar. I mean, Oscar. Yeah, I guess she was a good guy all year. Or, or you could go with Rhea. Well, she cut, she turned or when ba- uh, or, Becky said she was. What, what's her name from oh, AEW? Right. Um, uh, the yeah, one she Shida. Shida. Yeah, you go with Shida. I mean, she doesn't have much personality just because she never really when she because talks. She she's kind of like language. I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah. But like they don't do. They could do like a a package, a video package where someone else is talking for. Her. You know who could have been female baby face of the year, but I think her injury put her back. Statlander. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. she was on pace yeah. for a good breakout year. Yeah. Rhea Ripley could be a good f- baby face. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. She, yeah, she was Chris uh, like keeps kind of a steady one yeah, for she, NXT. You know, she keeps popping up on being the elite, so I'm sure she's coming back soon. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say Rhea Ripley for okay. female of the year. I think I think her losing and coming and then her, and she finally made her return once again. I think it just goes to show kind of what Kurt was saying. You know, um, no title involved, and she's she's a top baby face. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way around. For, for me, it's Oscar. For me, it's Oscar for yeah. women. Yeah. Uh, we'll, all right, we'll go that way. Um, here we go. Now, comeback of the year. That's what I had trouble with. I just forgot. I have one that's kind of out of left field because Edge, I thought, was the obvious one. Mine is ACH because we had him dead to rights when that whole Jordan Miles thing happened mm-hmm. and the T-shirt and the meltdown and he's, he's never going to wrestle again. And he's put together some really fun things, especially with, like, GCW. Mm-hmm. He's uh, back in the indies. He's kind of building his name up. I, a- ACH is a guy for me as far okay. as coming Yeah, cleaned up his mental health, which he, he needed. Yeah, that, and that's so, yeah, that's so important because it, it, it can get ignored and get swept under the rug, and if he addressed it and he's moving forward, good for him, and it's a great comeback. And he's, yeah. and he's so talented. Yeah, I'm going to go Ember Moon. Oh, okay. I forget, I forgot about that. Torn Achilles yeah. announced her retirement on yeah. Talking Back. She was out to, when she came back? October? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, yeah. That'd be mine. I forgot about that. I, I just want easy one, Charlotte. She came back on a belt. <laughs> she looks great. Yeah, so that's good. she I does mean, look great. She does know, look really good. Can't really argue that. I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, Charlotte, she won a title. Um, most improved. Most improved. I agree with what you can say yours, and I, I I'm hundred. We'll let Brian go first. I'm I'm hundred yeah, percent. This was uh, yeah. I, I kind of jumped the uh, I kind of jumped the last couple here. Sorry. Uh, for me, most improved, and uh, I didn't like him. I wasn't really that excited when they signed him, but. Ever since that match with Finn Balor in your house, damn if I don't like Damian Priest. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's the most improved uh, male I'll go with. Because I, I picked Britt Baker. Yeah. I agree with Brian, though, because yeah. I don't like, I never, I, Punishment Martinez was like, ugh. But, uh, um, 
not Damien. His last couple of matches on the takeover have been pretty good. Yeah, I'm like, I agree. Well, he's got a but Britt made her whole character. That's why I bought a t-shirt. I, <laughs> you move, motivate me to buy a t-shirt. I mean, something. She, when she got busted open, she's bloody and she turned heel and stuff with Tony. Something about a woman getting and blood giving, over her yeah, face. And is, put, is, yeah. is, your, is your rocket? Yeah. Your rocket to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And then putting a uh, Reba slash Rebel with her. Yeah, it's like the whole package is is. is very if we went with a male and female, and, and she wasn't her, she probably would have won yeah. the title at some point this and, year. And, yeah. and Curtis is right in the chat too. I think Raquel Gonzalez has grown leaps and bounds. If you saw her stuff like the Mae Young Classic and watched, yeah, she wasn't very good. now one hundred percent. She's gotten a lot better. She should just come. Uh, she should her and her and uh, what's her name just need to have a a tag team. Dakota Kai. No, her and. Um, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Oh, they look like, like, yeah, like she's the evolved form of Sonya. <laughs> she's evolved. Yeah, uh, supposedly she's looking to possibly come back twenty twenty one. Her Sonya. Sonya Deville. I think she probably can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been more active on social media again. Oh, good. She's doing some stuff. Yeah. She's getting more confident. Well, I know she's looking in the acting too a little bit. Oh, yeah. That has changed. She was really went to be Batwoman. Yeah. But like, I don't know if you really could. Uh, I mean, if you're a brand new actor, like you know. Yeah. I know yeah, a lot about they, Wolverine, they but you don't want to hire me for Wolverine movies. No, I no. wouldn't do a great job. <laughs> uh, rookie of the Year. I had um, to think about this one. I was like, I don't. I I, I don't know. Um, I want the guy with that I noticed just this year. Who'd so you NXT guy, Austin Theory, because he's really good, and he's only like twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, I've, he was an evolved guy, but yeah, he was yeah. like evolved champion. Was, before didn't he come back? La- was he last the year before? I don't know. I only, I don't. I, I thought he came with Roman with uh, uh, Seth Rollins first. Remember, remember, he was on Raw for like a hot minute with Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. and then he like disappeared with, with Brendan Vink. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, who, what happened to that guy? So uh, I, I don't know. I just based off of that next team. Like this guy's really good. I mean, just a couple people we could have went with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a guy who I think a lot of people thought was uh, it was it was silly. Yeah, they didn't think he was gonna do anything. Um, Drake Maverick. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's not he, he was, he's, he's, not a rookie. He's, he's not probably a rookie. one of the best promos in wrestling right now. I'm gonna go with Pat McAfee. And, and our yeah, and he's a genuine rookie. Wait, see, he's the only reason why rookie. I didn't go with him because he's not a full time wrestler. He's 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 working okay. hard. I know. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a lot. But I I didn't. I felt the award should go to a a, a wrestler wrestler, not a guy that just yeah. like uh, coming in for a couple of dates. Yeah, I mean he he's he was there for a lot of TVs, but he didn't, he yeah. didn't wrestle. Well, as he wrestled much. twice. Yeah, but. Uh, mm-hmm. What he didn't do in the ring, he made up on the mic. Yeah. I yeah. mean, sometimes his promo's a little long-winded, and you're like, all right, wrap this up. Yeah. I'm cool with either one, Austin Theory or Pat McAfee, for, for that. Who, who did you yeah, have? Yeah, one, one, one's an actual wrestler, one's an actual rookie. But, yeah, let's go to the actual wrestler, Austin Theory. So, what about uh, – I wouldn't – A little, little behind-the-scenes stuff that might be a problem, but – I wouldn't say <laughs> Otis for rookie of the year because he's been around for a while. They, um, they were in NXT, what, like two years ago, I, right? I would say yeah. if Orange Cassidy didn't have the year he had, Otis could have been a breakout, but, I mean – Maybe I thought you were going to say rookie. Like Orange Cassidy's a wrestler for like a decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ot- Otis had a breakout and then it hit a wall. Yeah, and then that was it. And it's probably going to be it for him. I, he's going to be bushwhacker territory for the rest of his. He career. could have. He could yeah. easily been in the later category we have coming up. Oh my god! <laughs> um, um, <laughs> best world champion of the year. Otis yeah. wins it at <laughs> brand of the year. <laughs> Otis. No. Otis. Oh Otis. god. Brand of the year. It's definitely not. It's definitely not the Robert Stone. Are you? Brand are you yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. Oh my God. No. Or you could say company uh, promotion federation. I went with AEW. All around, probably the best for how they handled the uh, their shows during the pandemic and everything, and just uh, who gave uh, consistent content that was enjoyable. AEW. I would agree. Um, I would separate. For me, it was it was Go ahead. it was hard between AEW and NXT because I think. NXT didn't do anything that like made me like like this is just really bad and that happened a yeah. few times with AEW but it, AEW had much higher highs so for me it's definitely AEW so yeah. AEW gets a sweep there I think NXT I would remove NXT from the 
the, okay. the WWE okay. brand because they don't even treat it like it's the same. Because yeah. they said the match of the year and didn't even talk any. And then NXT is his own awards. So if they're yeah, that's if, what they usually do. If their they're own. treating it separately, so am I. Yeah. NXT would be number two. Raw and SmackDown aren't even on the radar. Yeah. Um, I would put the NXT number two. With New Japan, that was a distant third, only because they were closed from what was it, March until yeah. July. I mean, the only things that really that that really make AEW for me stand above NXT. I think NXT did a great job promoting what they had, making what they had better, and and, and staying consistent. But AEW had that big match, that big feeling when bringing guys like Miro in and bringing guys yeah. like Sting in and Jake the Snake and bringing these and and using the legends properly, yeah. and not bringing them in and being world champions. Mr. Treat, already like a cat. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just thought AEW was the. You say what's the the best show overall is Dynamite, so yeah. Well, and last year, our 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 biggest disappointment of the year was mm-hmm. ROH, and I mean they're they not kind of they're not blowing it away, but they're they're starting the right pace. So, yeah, they're doing much better, but they're 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 really low right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause they they didn't they just restarted running what September maybe. Yeah. So they're they're making yeah. they're making unknown guy stars. I mean, like NWA was like dormant, now they're back with that Shockwave yeah. show, which isn't as good as power, but you know, yeah, ROH is yeah is they just. ROH just did their first pay-per-view coming back. And, uh, final, battle. final Battle. Yeah. yeah Tony Devin wound up being in, in the TV title match. It was very solid against uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah. I think the main event was Roosh versus... Curtis. Uh, Curtis is Brody the big, King, yeah. Okay. Curtis is the big King. impact guy. He's at impact all the way. Oh, boy. Um, well, I, I thought they like had that. a great year. I did. I think they had a good year. I don't think it's AEW level. But they're, I think it was a good year picked up when they when uh, Kenny won the title, and yeah. then they said they're going to yeah. show up on Impact. Only thing that's concerning for me with AEW is uh, after Impact, after Final mean? Battle, or ROH. You mean? What, uh, what do you mean? Uh, not ROH. Impact. What's what's uh, Bound for Glory? Okay. Once Bound for Glory happens, the next day they lose a good chunk of their roster with contracts. Yeah. Think, and a lot of people are supposedly it's, it's getting snatched the, up. It's the stepping stone place right now because yeah. it's at the bottom of the barrel. And the, the only thing that bothers me is there's no noise in the crowd. It's just so quiet. It's yeah. like they, they're, they're kind of like the pandemic just happened and they mm-hmm. don't know what to do. And it's like, okay, everyone else figured it out. Why are you still giving us this empty, like dead, silent match? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Impact is just... Even with the AEW, it helps, but they're they're above ROH, but they're not. I think I think. And, one th- of the... and then that show that while well, the eyes are on it, I know it was a tape show, but man, that show was not good. Yeah. I mean, there was like two matches that were good. And it's like I just want to see the Kenny stuff. Like the main event was good. With uh, Did War it... Machine, uh, not War Machine, Mortar Mor- Mor- City. War, uh, the... Yeah, they were in the first match. But I missed that. Okay. But I heard that match was pretty good. It was, the main event was like Willie Mack and uh, Rich Swan versus Moose and uh, who's the ex champ? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was your main event. Right, right, yeah. Sure. And there was like there was a, a Kurt Hawkins beat a job match. I'm like, you're putting this all of all the times people are watching Impact. You're putting a Kurt Hawkins job match on where he wins. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I and the women's tag match was sloppy. I would have like, oh, been like, boy. Good Brothers, we need you here. I would have been Thanks, like, Austin. I know we recorded that show, but everyone come, we got to record a better show. Yeah. To get because they had all this eyes on it, and then people because there was no reason to watch that. You'd be like, okay, I seen Kenny, that was great. I don't really want to watch next week because I I could just watch that Kenny segment on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's talented guys there, but like, it's just. I, don't I think I think one of the I think the biggest name they're going to lose immediately is going to be Ty Valkyrie. I think I think he's almost guaranteed going to yeah for impact. For I mean, uh, AEW. Yeah, I would I would say nor- if not both of the guys in the North, Ethan Page too. Yeah, yeah, I think like if they lose half. The I think rock. they said Ethan Page and the North are looking at NXT. I could I could be wrong with that. I mean, maybe you never know. I'm sure. I think I think everybody wants Ethan Page at this point. Yeah. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of the women you would grab. You know, Sue Young. Yeah. I mean, 
Uh, AEW is the winner, but uh, give credit to WWE for being innovative with the Thunderdome. Thunderdome is interesting. Um, I personally like the NXT with the with the glass. And I like stuff. the NXT look better with the cage. Yeah, the fence I, I personally do. I like what the Thunderdome a little distracting. Yeah. When you're watching a match, you're kind of like, oh, look at that guy there. The only thing AEW did at first that I wasn't a fan of is when you had guys in the crowd who were trying to hijack the show. That yeah. annoyed me. Like a big swole. Like big swole, yeah. Um. <laughs> the thing I like with AEW is they put the entrance on the hard camera. Yeah. And then WWE copied that real quick, even though they went back to the normal thing with the Thunder. I like, I like the hard cam looking down the aisle. Yeah, that's nice. They used to be a thing back they, all the time. Yeah, and they, and uh, for a while they would only do it WWE when they would have a pay per view at the Garden. Yeah, that would be the only time because yeah. it's so smaller. And when you have that big moment where someone does pop and that entrance, that Titan shot. If the if 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 you're watching and you're like a smart fan and the the hard cam's where it is and then it cuts to the ramp, and then the music, you're like, yeah. this is a big thing. Where if, if that's always your camera view and then the Titan Tron hits, you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's that more. It's the, more the moment I think of with what you're talking about is when John Cena was a surprise number thirty at the Rumble yeah. at the Garden mm-hmm. in like 2007, 2008, and yeah, the crowd went nuts and it was a great moment for TV. Yeah, um, biggest disappointment of the year. Okay, I'll I'll start. Go ahead. Monday Night Raw. It's awful. It's consistently awful. It's three yeah. hours of slog. It's bad. Yeah, sure. There's a good thing here and there, but overall, it sucks. Yeah, and it sucks really bad. Uh, I even hear people like, oh, I don't, I don't really watch WWE because it's not good. It's like, but did you watch that show on Wednesday? Watch AEW. It's like, how about that? So it's just, it's awful. Yeah. it's consistently awful. There's mm-hmm. one or two really good storylines on 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 Raw SmackDown, but when it's bad, it overwashes yeah. everything. And Raw seems to be bad more times than SmackDown. Yeah. I can't even think of like the one, like what was your favorite Raw storyline this year? Like I don't even know if I have one. I, I Honestly, I think Randy Orton carried Raw on his back. I mean, yeah. He was probably MVP, but uh, Randy Orton has always been a little, I, I understand people love him. I understand like he's good at a lot of things. Boring. Uh, he, had, yeah. he had some great promos this year, but he's always been a little too vanilla for me. Yeah. The same here. I would never be a big Randy Orton. I yeah. want to buy the best of Randy Orton DVD. I mean, there's a lot of things you could have picked. You could have picked the speaking out movement, but I'm like, that kind of exists outside. We're kind of picked in storyline, like kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I didn't pick the speaking out thing. Andy, I, I, you, you just brought it up with like the best Randy Orton DVD. I want to kind of pick your brain here. What What is the best Randy Orton match? Is, is it still Randy Cactus? Is it still, <laughs> oh, that like, one... you have to go back that far? <laughs> well, aside from the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah, the greatest match. Oh, of course, ever. besides the greatest wrestling match of all yeah, time. Yeah, Randy and what was what's that WrestleMania from the Randy that no, was like a Randy AJ. Oh no, was it was it ECW uh two? Uh one night stand two? That was Randy Angle. Oh, that's the right. The cactus one was just like backlash or, okay, and that judgment was, day or something. Other than that, like, that is that still the best match of his career? Him versus Seven Born when he does the the, the RKO. The RKO, the yeah. Randy Randy um AJ wasn't horrible, but it wasn't amazing. I can't remember. But it's like one of those things, like, yeah, what's what's your favorite Randy Orton match? Like, I, I, I like it for certain guys, I could tell you, like, what's your favorite Daniel Bryan match? Oh, this one. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite, like, this guy match? Yeah. And it's not that Randy Orton's a bad wrestler. He does everything, you know, no, perfect. No, no, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's bland. Uh, my favorite Randy Orton moment is getting him to twerk at Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> there you go. It's, it, it's not when he murdered Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, not, I like when he burned Bray Wyatt's house down. That was my, and then he my burned favorite. him down. What was that match called? The The... the, the the House, House of, of Horrors, yeah. House of Horrors match. Yeah. I think my favorite Randy Orton moment is still when he would uh, do the RNN updates where he would tell you what percent his shoulder was. <laughs> I liked that back in the day. It was great. When he first came in. They, they were, that was pretty good. What is your disappointment, Brian? Uh, just 2020 in general. I couldn't pare it down. Like, yeah, Raw sucks. Not having, like, indie wrestling you can go to sucks. Like, the only, like, saving grace for wrestling this year has been Wednesday night. Like, the Wednesday mm-hmm. night thing. 
Uh, okay, you know what my my biggest disappointment is? Thursday through Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday is great. Everything else, out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, not being able, not being able to go and, and and collaborate and go to wrestling shows and and meeting people and hanging out with people ha- was huge. I would agree with that. Two not just that, like wrestling is something like I know I understand it's like a made for TV product, but it's different live. Like there's a different yeah. feeling. Yeah, it's gonna be so weird when we get back to a full crowd. I know it's gonna be great. It'll be yeah. weird at first, and then we'll be just like riding a bike. I mean, yeah, it sucks that Power isn't around and New Japan was out for a couple months, but you know what can you do? It's not. It wasn't wrestling's fault. So we have yeah. the uh, the TP the TTP award. So this is going to be a new year new award we're going to bring out, and this is going to be a current or a current wrestler. Actually, let's skip that one first. Let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the TTP Fuck Indie em. Award. TTP Indie Award. Um, and we talked before the show, and I think we're all in agreement here. Um, th- this this is a little bit. This is going to go hand in hand with each other. Um, the indie wrestling took a huge hit this year, obviously. Yeah, a lot of places didn't have any shows at all. Yeah. And and there has been a, a really big shining star when it comes to the indie scene. And uh, I'm gonna give credit to one, but then give our winner. But I think they go hand in hand. Uh, for me, one of the biggest things this year is, is IWTV, uh, Independent Wrestling okay. TV is has Former been Powerbomb TV has been fantastic. If if you want to stay current with wrestling and independent, there they oh, do we just lose everybody? I don't know. It's, Brian, can you hear us? Can you hear us, Brian? Boy, let's let's pause it right there. Are we still live? I don't know. What's going we on. just had a little technical. having trouble connection. Understandable internet connection. If you're oh, Heidi, are you watching stuff? Heidi, are you watching TV in there? Yeah. Can you turn it off? Something's going on with the internet. Hmm. You swear. Hmm. Well, the audio's still going. Um, let's see if we can get people back Wait, in here well, in a second. Brian's off. Brian disappeared. I'm sure someone in the chat will say, hey, we can't walk. we're here to see what's going on right now. Well, we'll keep the... There we go. It's oh, back. Well, Brian, there, there we are. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened there. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah. We, I had don't... To, we had to go out to California to get yeah. a little bit of that internet. Yeah. So, what we're saying before is, you know, the biggest thing is with wrestling is um, it goes hand in hand. I think IWE TV, independent wrestling television, has been fantastic when it comes bringing the independent scene back to your house mm-hmm. so, you, you know, you can't be there. And and uh, I think when it comes to... Uh, I don't know. We had a we little, little bit of a, a weird connection thing there. But the, the winner this year of the TTP Indie Award is going to go to Camp Leapfrog for uh, for, for us. Um, it was something different. It, it gave us the, the independent with a cinematic feel. Uh, it was a fun little storyline. Mm-hmm. We got to go to Camp Leapfrog first. Then we had the Halloween special. And then we just had a Christmas special. Um, and a slumber party, too. Yeah, the slumber, slumber party. So I, I, think, I think when it comes to the independent award this year, um, it's going to go to Camp Leapfrog, and, and it's going to be hand-in-hand hand with uh, I, independent wrestling television. Um, and the runner-up will be Outbreak Quarantine matches, which have been fantastic. Nice. Did you see the Sabal mm-hmm. and uh, Draven match? I think I missed I, I was there per, in person, obviously, but I, I don't think I seen it because I think I was outside the building at that time yeah. to watch it. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Love it. it was really good, good yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of – like overall, I'd say there's probably at least 50 matches Outbreak put out this year. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, so just very consistent. Like out, uh, that that is to be applauded. Just how consistently they've been with getting content out week after week after week, and even though in specials like the quarantine cup and a you know, very big pat on the back for outbreak. Yeah, they, they both all, all those three companies just alone. Um, I know like PPW is doing doing the best best of PPW. GCW has been doing great things, but but for me, just I think Camp Leafrog really stood out, and and just 
Camp Leapfrog turned me on to independent wrestling TV and made me a fan mm-hmm. and uh, made me be a subscriber. So it, it was it was a it, it's a it's one hand feeds the other. And and if you are a PPW fan and uh, you are kind of missing and, and we all are here, obviously well, Andy works for PPW, so maybe not a fan, but uh, we we are we're all fans here and. Uh, if you're kind of missing some of the people there, uh, just to kind of run through some stuff that Camp Leapfrog just did with their latest show, Christmas Trios, that came out on Christmas Eve. If you go to the Independent Wrestling Facebook, if you just search Independent Wrestling, uh, and you'll see a picture of War Horse as the avatar. And on the, if you scroll down a little bit, they still have the um, the the Open Swim. I couldn't remember what they yeah, called the Facebook Live. Open Swim. Uh, where you'll see Cheeseburger, ROH alumnus, against The Whisper on the Open Swim. You don't have to subscribe to anything for this. It's right there on uh, Facebook Live, uh, or archived Facebook. Uh, there's an interview with Big Calix, who was uh, a guy who was a big part of the Halloween special. He's a nice Phillies jersey on that thing. Uh, then you also have a Trios and Credibales match, which, uh, and I brought up PPW because obviously they're tag team champions. The main event, everybody loves the main event. Uh, it's them. It's another great tag team, uh, two other great tag teams, The Runway, and uh, then Oreo Speedwagon, who's been a big <laughs> part of, both of them have been a big part of the uh, the Camp Lee Frog show so far. But here it's a little bit different because it's Jay Lyon from Main Event, Xavier Faraday from Oreo Speedwagon, and Tyler Klein from The Runway against Midas Black from Main Event, Joshua Wavra from from uh, Oreo Speedwagon and Calvin Couture from the runway. So all these tag partners Split apart. are against one another. Yeah. yeah, and if you ever wanted to see Midas and Jay Lyon go against one another, that's how there that match go. starts. So yeah. uh, go right over there and check that out. Yeah. And then and and you and, and it is really cool that um the Camp Leap Rock has done something new, but this was like this 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 show was like comfort food for me because Chikara's not around anymore. Yeah, even before even before uh COVID, you had speaking out or kind of concurrently had speaking out, and Chikara's not around anymore. Uh, but the big thing they did every year was King of Trios. It was the uh, six-man tag, six-person tag team tournament. And that's what this was. It was you had your eight teams. And if, if, can we get into this now? Just run through these teams real quick. Yeah, just so absolutely. people can know what yeah. they can find out. Uh, you had, um, well, first of all, you had the Pop Art Flyers, uh, Boomer Hatfield and Molly McCoy, their, their regular tag team. Andy, were, I think they were in the tag team tournament that Backbreakers, uh, backbreakers yes, did, yes. right? We yep. did not wrestle them yet, but uh, wrestled Diamond City oh, well, Kings. Or War Machine. Sorry. War Machine. Diamond City War yeah. Machine, sorry. So yeah, Boomer Hatfield and Molly McCoy, and then they were teaming with uh, Still Life with Apricots and Pears. Uh, and and Still Life did that great rounds match in the very first Camp Leapfrog with, with Cheeseburger. And they went up, uh, they are in the first round against the Honeysuckle Cabin, uh, which was also maybe Team Nova, or maybe Team Switch. Team Switch because it had uh, our buddy Leroy Green, uh, who Big PPW game. fans might remember. Big time gamer. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, the Voodoo God Bones and the superstar Ryan Nova, who has done a lot of trios matches with Ring of Honor. Uh, you had Killian and his goons, a uh, friend of the show, <laughs> Killian McMurphy, with Miles Millennium and his reincarnation of Big Dust, Eel O'Neill. Miles Millennium uh, they is unbelievable. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, if you, it, this, this Camp Leapfrog, just if you've seen the other ones, uh, this is a lot more wrestling intensive. Uh, than than some of the other Camp Leaf Frogs have been, just because this is uh, kind of the spiritual successor to, to the King of Trios tournament. Um, we uh, are going to kill- do a review of this, but just kind of spoiler, you said this is your favorite out of the three, right? This has been my favorite Camp Leaf Frog so far, yeah. yeah. Just because the, the in-ring was so good. Uh, the in-ring was so good here. 
they went up against Degeneration Hex. The names are pretty good. Too. Yeah. Uh, Degeneration <laughs> Hex, which is uh, Kaya McKenna, The Crusher, and Erica Lee. So you have an all-women's team here. Uh, you have Technical Team 2000, speaking of great names. Yeah. Um, Hot Dog Starks, Joe Bricker, Joey Banez, and a guy who Outbreak fans will be uh, familiar with, uh, Marcus Schuyler, Bristol Lion, part okay. of that team. Uh, the ra- uh, Speaking of somebody that knows how to win a tournament, Bristol Lion. Um, and then they went up against Salt the Snow, which is a team throughout the show. I fell in love with this team. They are amazing. You have uh, Travis Huckabee, who is a uh, Chikara veteran. He was a their, – their tag title was called the uh, Campeones de Parejas, which is like Mexican tag team title. Yeah. And he was uh, part of a, a very famous uh, stable that's gone throughout the time Chikara was around – Fist, friends in similar tights, and you had guys like Johnny Gargano was in Fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very high level uh, thing. And and Travis Huckabee was in there with Tony Deppin. They were they were tag champions at Chikara, and they were with uh, Devante. So I know Tony is a is a big fan of, and uh, Matt Mikowski, who I'm a very big fan of. Yeah. Mikowski's also doing, if you're a shout out to him, he's been sharing it in the group page as well as our Not Cool in High School page. He's uh, been doing a lot of game streaming. Mm-hmm. So you can show him some love. A lot there. of game streaming. He did. Uh, he's done a few of the Josh Burnett's Blood Sports for GCW. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bellator alumni. And then you had uh, the final first round match was Camp Dropdown, which is uh, Saber Dorado, uh, Chris Horror Show, who uh, Chikara fans might remember as either Lo- Lucas Calhoun or Volgar or Volgar rather, and uh, Saber Dorado. And the guy everybody's going to be familiar with, Johnny Moran, on that team. How about that, uh, Johnny go. Moran, get in the ring here. And they went up against uh, Abs, who is uh, unfortunately not had the best luck in the ring. Not he Joey has the, Abs. Not, jo- <laughs> not Joey Abs. Abs. Just Abs. A-B-B-S. He had the, uh, he's the holder of the participation trophy, <laughs> uh, which you only win by losing in Camp Leap. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he, his, his, he was teaming up with uh, Abby Jane, who was uh, going to this trios tournament as her very first match. And they were a little downtrodden. Because who's going to team with the, the these two? It's a, it's a it's a brand new wrestler and 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 the sad sack. Yeah, to nobody. Uh, but then 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 out of nowhere, here comes the the Camp Leapfrog champion, a very good professional wrestler, uh, formerly Dasher Hatfield. Yeah, Ultimo Breakfast, <laughs> Moscow the Communist Bovine, <laughs> Moscow Creator Wrestler, yeah, Moscow. Sorry, yeah. So that's pretty cool. He's, yeah. he's so, yeah, so, yeah, just go to uh, independentwrestling.tv, yeah. five days free, co- uh, promo code LeapFrog, and, yeah. and it, you can see what happened with these teams. Yeah, and that and is only the, $9.99 a month, I believe. Yeah, and that is the website, independentwrestling.tv, comes up. And it's on the, right here on the main page, it says 4,265 events from 241 promotions on IWTV.live. So you can go to that, too, and mm-hmm. that will take you to the live stream. And more than 8,960 hours of wrestling, hundreds of hours yeah. added each month. And they so you watch an old show, watch live shows when they're mm-hmm. up, so... It's worth it. Paul, Paul in the chat too with a with a very good professional wrestler, Super Eight winner. The, oh yeah, a, yeah. That is a tournament that's going on decades, and uh, I know they had it live. I don't know if it's archived. You can look into it. I, I watched him win the Super Eight on IndependentWrestling.tv. There yeah. you go. And you can check out Andy win his first Outbreak title. Yeah, on Independent. Uh, on a couple times. There's a couple of uh, not Backbreakers. Um, Jeez, I haven't been tr- yeah, true G- wrestling. GSW, true wrestling. Right? Yeah, GSW is on, on there. Too, yeah, right? yeah, and there's uh, some uh, true wrestling shows on there as well. It's it's exciting. Like I said, look, looking forward to more Camp Leaf Frog. And, and uh, go ahead. And somebody brought up a little while ago, AEW uh, per, uh, wrestler, but she's on the shelf right now. Chris Statlander. She was uh, one of the judges on the Masked Wrestler, which was a basically a, an independent wrestling takeoff of the Masked Singer, where wrestlers are under masks and you have to kind of guess who they are. 
and whoever loses the match has to unmask. All right. Mm. And then we're going to do our TTP awards. So this is the final award. This is a current or legendary wrestler in the business who has had a huge impact on us. Um, obviously, this is going to be something we're going to do yearly. Um, but this year, our award winner is also our topic of the night. We're going to go with the dead man. Mark Calloway, oh, The Undertaker. Yeah. And real quick before we get too far in The Undertaker, I, I, we were talking beforehand, like somebody I, I, I would be definitely my runner-up is uh, whatever you want to call her, uh, Zelina Vega, Thea Trinidad, mm-hmm. anybody that says, uh, anybody that's an independent contractor wants to act like an independent contractor and isn't afraid to stand up to WWE, good on them, yes. honorable mention for me. Absolutely. And, and she'll get a job whenever yeah. she wants one. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, she she pretty much said, uh, "You're not gonna take away my livelihood," and unfortunately, you know, Paige did it as well. But they're not getting they're yeah. not letting Paige go anytime soon. Yeah, they don't want Paige to show up on AEW. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's weird. It's a it's a popularity thing. It's 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 awful. The back the backstage Al- of the. I think you could almost guarantee when Alistair Black's contract's up, he's out of there. He's not signing. Yeah. He's not. Resigning. And, and could you? Could you blame them? Not they haven't used them in a couple months now. Just cause they, we have nothing for you. It has nothing to do with your wife uh, quit the company. Well, we fired her. It has <laughs> yeah. nothing to He's do like, with well, that. Send me to NXT. I'm like, no, we can't do that. Yeah, we, we just we're just going to pay you to sit at home so you learn a lesson. Okay. I mean, it's great. He's getting free money, but. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see when contracts come up, who goes yeah, maybe, where. Maybe Tommy End will be a AEW newcomer next year. Yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, real quick, before we get into our topic, what what do you what are some things for 2021 that you would like to see? Obviously, besides the obvious of myself of us getting normalized and <laughs> in going AW, you, you you in any company at this point would just yeah. be awesome to see. NWA, hey, if Impact's losing people, I'll go to Impact for a little bit. Yeah, turn around. I Jump would. Uh, me, Don Callis. Don Callis <laughs> can manage can manage two people, Kenny Omega and me. <laughs> um, you get to see Don Callis P. Brian. I, I didn't see him pee. We we peed at the same time. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't go to the bathroom to watch people pee. Yeah, I like Don Callis, but I don't really want to see him take a piss. You, you get you guys. You guys bumped elbows while at the urinal at Outbreak. Um, and he said, "Cyrus the at virus." PBW. Yeah, at PPW. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm a big Truth well, Commission uh, fan. No, if, if you've ever been in the bathroom at PPW, you know you're just trying to get in and out of there as quickly yeah. as possible. It's pretty rough sometimes. Um, yeah. So for me, there's an independent match I would really like to see that uh, this year. Um, they've been promoting it on their social medias a lot, and it's one half of blue and gold. Um, oh yeah, I almost said his real name, Matt Turner. <laughs> Matt Turner um, versus Deshaun Pratt. There you go. I would. I want to see that match. Yeah, I, I. I think it'd be awesome to watch. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah, I'd watch Deshaun Pratt versus uh, Matt Turner. So if anyone can book that, please. Yeah. Once we get some shows running again and rolling, yeah. so. I want to, and if, if it's booked, I would like to be there. there you go. <laughs> I would like to be there. I think that would be a unbelievable match. Um, Xavier Woods had a big year this past year, and the and a big year. Well, he missed a lot of it this year due to his injury. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out, out of the ring, he had a big year. Yeah, out of the yeah. ring, he had a big year, and and he's going to be part of the uh, the reboot at G Four, yes. which is which is going to be huge. Th- for there's him. another guy yeah. who may leave when his contract's up, not necessarily go to AEW or anything, but just maybe to do outside ventures. Yeah, yeah, he might retire. Yeah, might and just do video games there. Or mm-hmm. just wrestle now and then, yeah. Yeah. And if, if they did, I mean, I, he's definitely left his impact as a uh, as a Hall of Famer. Just and with he New also Day. left impact, too, yeah. at one point. Yeah, just, just uh, in New Day alone. At this point, almost everybody has. Yeah, we told you what see, his, his gimmick was in Impact. See, Andy, you do have to go to Impact. Just Apollo Creed. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Paul Creed's son. Yeah. Consequences Creed. <laughs> well, his real name is Austin Creed. He, but, uh, he, here's how you might know him, Tony. He would wrestle in because uh, at one point, the TNA, at that point it was still TNA, the tag team champions, I, was it Ron Killings? Was it the truth? And I, I think it was him, and I know it was Pac-Man Jones, the oh, football player. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was uh, a former and, TNA tag team champion. 
yeah, and Pac-Man, he could be the champion, but he couldn't actually wrestle. Like, he couldn't do anything physical because of his football contract. So the, the Consequences Creed came in as his stand-in, basically, <laughs> that would wrestle for him, even though he was the tag team champion. He was really good at fighting in bathrooms, didn't he? <laughs> beat up some chick in a bathroom in a hotel, Pac-Man Jones? Or Probably. Beat, oh, yeah. boy. He was, he was a problem. Um, all right, so let's get into our topic tonight. <laughs> Um, that was our year to the end of the year under, awards under for the year 2020. Hope you guys enjoyed the them. 2012. Uh, actually, before I flip my notebook here, you know what I did want to do? I wanted to do these things because the post wrestling does. And I totally forgot until right now. It was uh, things that will happen in 2021. You either say likely or unlikely. Likely to say Edge wins the world title, and then we all say it, and then we go back and look at it. But I totally forgot. Yeah. So we could do that on the page. We yeah, could, we'll we do, do something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we quit, before we go through, I have 17 spots out of 30 filled for our. Um, for our giveaway for our banner. So if you want in um, 13 spots left, I believe my math is correct. I'll yeah. do some Howard math. So Howard you, math. So you take 17, right? And then you subtract that from 30, right? But that's hard because it's seven minus zero. You're like, how do I take seven from zero? Yeah. So you just so, drop the seven. Yeah. We got like that. Well, then you just drop the. Hold on. Hold on. We got an so. <laughs> Anyway. Um, we got 13 plus. Yeah, so 13. Um, so if you want to be in this, just say I'm in um, in the chat, and we will add you to the list of the giveaway winners. So, And even if, you, if you're if you not sure if you're in or not, you can say it, and I'll, I'll double-check the list and get you in. Whoa. But, um, yeah, so that'll – for our, our, our giveaway. And then we have some really cool stuff planned for this banner that's behind Andy. This is going to be um, – possibly a giveaway in the in the very far future so we have something cool with that one so that, that's not officially our banner this uh we have another banner coming in um but we're gonna do something really really cool with that one so keep an eye on that uh yeah so let's get into the toga party that's what we're doing with we're it doing so we're doing party. wrestlemania what was that nine yes nine the greatest wrestlemania of all time what that's what they would call that <laughs> wrestlemania nine the greatest <laughs> wrestlemania ever turned out it was one of the worst <laughs> yes it was shocker right yeah Anyway, yeah. right. The Undertaker. Dong. We are down to 11 music. spots. Uh, Brian and Chris from PA Pile Driver are in. Brian right. in. Brian and Chris. We got Brian Nobbs and Chris Jericho. Harris. And Chris, and Chris Harris from America's Most Wanted. And Braden Walker. And Braden Walker. Now he's out. Knock, he's knock. Out Who's already. there? Braden Walker. I feel like if a Pile Driver guy wins it, they're going to do... Uh, they're gonna drop it in the trash can. Like, Burn it, <laughs> like Medusa. They're like Medu- they're gonna, gonna, gonna be Medu- like Medusa. Yeah. They're gonna Medusa us. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, Who just posted that picture? They're stacking, of her up, butt. they're stacking up the numbers too. It's like the Nexus in that one Royal Rumble. Yeah, they just threw everybody out. <laughs> it's like in the Lions here. Um, I'm trying to open up my page here, Fred. But uh, let's 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 uh, let's start with uh, with the Undertaker, Brian. If you want to kick us off, the Undertaker, uh, obviously recently retired, From storied career, Death thirty Valley. years, thirty years in WWE. Um, here, here's the thing you might not know about the Undertaker. He's not actually dead. He's yeah. actually a uh, living, breathing man named Mark Calloway. I wasn't aware uh, from the from the great state of Texas. Born and, and born as far March twenty fourth. Sorry, cut you off. March twenty fourth, nineteen sixty five. Um, and he is a he's now retired. He's under contract right now with WWE. Retired. And he's uh, regarded as one of their greatest wrestler. I'm just reading from IW uh, in uh, Wikipedia real quick. He's regarded as one of the best wrestlers of all time. Undertaker is a seven-time World Wrestling Federation champion and has held the World WWE Championship four times and the World Heavyweight Championship three times. Really? Four WWE? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. We'll get through it. Yeah. We'll get through it. Yeah. He beat Hogan. And he beat, beat Diesel. Hogan. And he beat Diesel. And, and then beat maybe Sid. he beat Steve. Yeah. And then he beat Steve Austin. He beat Sid. He Arcane. beat Austin. Arcane. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that'd be four. Now, now for the world title, I think it was Mark Henry. Wait, when did he beat Diesel? When did he beat? Oh Diesel yeah, he didn't beat Diesel. Title? What am I saying? That was, he must have won one later. Yeah, huh, I don't know. We'll get. I that. was thinking that one WrestleMania, well, but Diesel. It was Diesel Sid as the main main event, was it? No, it was Diesel uh, Undertaker. No, it was it was Undertaker and Undertaker and Sid was the main event, and Bretton Austin was like the undercard. What about the year before that? Wasn't there the year before that was Undertaker and Diesel? And okay, then I'm it thinking was Undertaker Bretton, Shawn yeah. and the Iron Man. Okay, match. yeah, I'm thinking Undertaker Sid. Never mind. That was when he had the re- the gray gloves again. He came yeah, back with the gray yeah. gloves, even mm-hmm. though he was doing like the the crushed velvet Undertaker. Yeah, the purple gloves. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was after that when he came down oh, with, yeah. against mankind. Like yeah, the yeah like, with the X's the, on this the thing. Garden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the teardrop. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like that Undertaker. You didn't, we're not, what? I don't really like that Undertaker. Oh. Our, our bike Undertaker don't like that at all. <laughs> so let let's start at the beginning here. He was uh, trained kind of. Undertaker was trained kind of in '86 by Buzz Sawyer, Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer, who I guess lived near him for a little bit. He must have been working in Texas at that point. And from what I understand, and I, I'm trying to like piece together things I've heard Undertaker talk about this, like it wasn't the best training. Like Buzz Sawyer trained him in his yard, front yard for oh, a boy. little bit, uh, just ta- taught him some of the basics, and then skipped town like a week later. And so he kind of learned on the job after that. He he started in Texas, world class. That's where Steve Austin got his start. Uh, that's where a lot of people got their start. He, one of his early uh, early opponents was Bruiser Brody, wow. uh, the legendary Bruiser Brody. If you uh, You've seen Dark Side of the Ring. You know all about his story. Did we? Did we ever cover Brody on the show here? Or no, not, I know we've not done a full biopic of him. We've done it. We did it on a very, very early episode of Murder My Dude. Yes, uh, which I think was like episode three. Uh, but yeah, Bruiser Brody, legendary brawler, one of the greatest brawling wrestlers of all time. Unfortunately, uh, murdered in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that was one of the early, early opponents and one of the early managers for for at this point Texas Ready was working under a mask. And his manager was Percy Pringle, yeah, how about who would that? later on go to be Paul Bearer and be very famously linked with The Undertaker. At, at, th- at this point, man. I know. At, at this point, I know he also went to Memphis very shortly after this. It might have been when they uh, the Jarretts bought out uh, Fritz von Erich. Okay. Because yeah, that's when they had uh, basically that's when the USWA started because you had CWA Continental, which was Memphis, and World Class, which was. Uh, Texas, and then they merged, and it was USWA. And apparently, at one point, I don't know if it was in Texas or if it was in Memphis, but Buzz Sawyer wound up working in the same area, and Buzz Sawyer had this reputation for being a guy you didn't mess with. And because he got screwed over very early in his training, uh, Texas Red, whatever he was called at this point, he messed with him. <laughs> and he he confronted Buzz Sawyer in the locker room and gained a lot of respect because there was this young guy who went right to this crazy guy's face because he had wronged him. Yeah, you can't blame them. I mean, training. Tra- if anyone says, "Hey, I'll train you," and then they take you out in their yard, it's not good. That's not good training. Yeah. I don't care what they say. We'll just learn chain. Chain. No, that's not good. You need a ring. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then you had the uh, the master of pain was his his the gimmick in 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 USWA. He feuded with Jerry Lawler like everybody does. It's a very uh, Memphis gimmick. Kate. <laughs> didn't get paid well like everybody does i just want to give, uh, give i to give quick props real quick i don't know if people are aware of this so if you're listening you're like man he's you know he's guys this guy's killing it brian's going off pure memory right now oh wow. he, he's not reading notes well. <laughs> just, just put that out there <laughs> <laughs> i know a lot about the undertaker yeah. okay 
because I because usually Brian does have show notes. Yeah. Right. He sends me show notes. Um, I said, did you send the show notes this time? He goes, no, I'm just gonna freestyle this one. And I, so just, just I'm putting Brian over real quick. This guy's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Brian. And so so he winds up getting his first break with what we considered a more of a national company. He did win the uh, he did win the USWA title because if you feuded with Lawler back then, you normally won the title. Yeah. Like if you were a uh, if if you were if you were a um what was he, a, a big heel in Memphis twenty seven time USWA world champion I believe probably like more that. than that yeah. and and that was just USWA before when it was just the Southern Heavyweight title yeah it was probably it was probably close to a hundred spoiler alert it, it, uh, Jerry Lawler makes an appearance in Wonder Woman eighty four well magazine cover so yeah. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah yes. I saved the picture to one I'll send it in our group chat here not so, as bad uh, as movie so, I think people made it out to be it's it's good it's not great we'll talk about it now yeah. in high school. Go ahead, Brian. So, so then in '89, that's when you finally get the uh, the the nationwide debut uh, for for Mark Calloway. Now he's Mean Mark Callis, and and this is when I first this is when I first kind of became aware of him just as a as a fan. Like six years old, I watched WCW, and uh, there was a team, Monster Heel team called the Skyscrapers. Originally, it was Sid and uh, Sid uh, Vicious. Uh, Psycho Sid, Sid Justice, whatever you want to call him, and Danny Spivey. But Sid got hurt, and they wanted to keep the team going because they have this big feud with the Road Warriors, huge tag team feud. So Mean Mark becomes the the uh, the replacement for Sid, and they, they're going up against the, the Road Warriors. They're going up against the um, just any any team in their way. They, they were a monster team. Yeah, they were huge a, guys. Uh, if you don't know Dan Spivey, he was also like 6'10". Yeah. Waylon Mercy, yeah. which maybe you might know, but not that that was much bigger. <laughs> Kurt puts in Brian the Brain Borky. There we go. I agree. Tri- triple B, baby. So, uh, so then they had another pop problem because it was, even though Sid's out now, they have a big Chicago street fight at Wrestle War, at Wrestle War 90, and it's supposed to be the Skyscrapers, and it's going to be the Road Warriors. And Dan Spivey, obviously... Spoiler, if it's a Chicago Street fight, the Road Warriors are probably winning. Yeah. And, um, and they do here. And they do here. But they didn't wrestle They didn't wrestle Spivey and Mean Mark. They wrestled Mean Mark and the masked skyscraper, who uh, was Mike Enos, who was probably best known as one of the Beverly brothers now. Or the guy that was wrestling when Scott Hall when Scott Hall came WCW in his yeah. G, uh, vest. <laughs> and so they, they lost to, lo and behold, they did lose a Chicago Street fight. And so now, now Mean Mark's a singles wrestler. And when he was with the Skyscrapers, he was being managed by Teddy Long. Teddy Long managed the Skyscrapers. Uh, and he put them in a lot of tag team matches. So it was very fitting for, for Teddy Long. But as a singles wrestler, now, now Mean Mark is going to become a Paul E. Dangerously guy. Paul E. Dangerously is his new manager. He beat Johnny Ace. Yeah. I wonder what happened to that guy. Hey, everybody. I don't, hey, I don't know what happened to him. You look really good today, Vince. <laughs> He beat Johnny Ace, the future. Well, even back then he was John Laurinaitis, but not on TV. He's the future. Uh, he uh, beat Bella's mom's husband. <laughs> yeah, future, uh, future Daniel Bryan's father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, how funny is that? That's, that's if you go back yeah. to uh, the American Dragon and Ring of Honor. Yeah, he, Johnny Ace is going to be his father-in-law someday. <laughs> yeah, or stepfather-in-law. So oh, yeah, he gets some wins as a singles wrestler. Uh, Johnny Ace, a Capital Combat. He beat Brian Pillman at a Clash of the Champions, and he used a move. And uh, I know Andy and I were talking about this a little while getting ready for this episode. 
that I think we we can only think of one person that's really used it since then. And that was Crush. He used the heart punch. Yeah, where they take your arm, like ring it, and then put it around your head and then punch you in the chest. Uh, what which blackjack? Uh, Mulligan did that or Lanza? Yeah, Ox. Lands, I think. Ox Lanza. Baker is probably the most famous guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the heart punch. Cause Cause, the thought was the shock from the force of yeah. the punch would knock your heart out and you'd fall down. Because mm-hmm. they always said Ox Baker killed people with it. Yeah. They, they would always man. say. Stop well, I, I think the guy they would always say was uh, Ray Gunkel because he actually did have a heart attack after wrestling. <laughs> I think it was Ox Baker. But probably, it had nothing to do with him getting the heart yeah, punch. Yeah, that's probably like, bad living. But it, like, it's like dad So like, what are we going to do? Just say he killed him. <laughs> Yeah, Oxbaker killed him. Oh my god, he killed the man. So come see Oxbaker kill the man in the wrestling ring. <laughs> There's also right right around this time he jumps over to New Japan for a few shots and he's known as Punisher I Dice think, Morgan. I think if Morgan, I was a wrestler yeah. and I died in the ring, I would want you to continue the story. I'd want to be a storyline. Yeah. I'd make that storyline. Like please. that guy killed me. Yeah, I'll sign a contract. If I ever die in the ring, please write into the story. Yeah, that that my opponent is just give him as much pop pop as yeah. possible. <laughs> Well, they, they, I get he didn't get killed, obviously, but they tried that with the Owen 316 shirts. Like, I just yeah. broke your neck. Yeah. Asa was not a fan of that. Yeah, bro. I wouldn't be a fan either if somebody dropped me on my head. No. But, yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, and, and even at these points, he did even come in back to USWA for a little bit. But the big thing happens late in 1990 because that's when, that's when, uh, that's when Mean Mark is no longer Mean Mark. He signs with. WWF at the time and in a TV taping on November 19th he makes his debut before Survivor Series uh, obviously it aired afterward as Kane the Undertaker yeah. mm-hmm. Kane, with a C yeah C-A-I-N I believe yep. mm-hmm. and uh, yeah he officially debuts at the uh, the 1990 Survivor Series which we covered in depth a few episodes ago back in November, October. Look at the ham hocks on yeah. that. <laughs> Look at the size of that ham hock. Look at the size yeah. of that ham hock. Yeah. Good old Roddy Piper. What what did, he, what did that I know we talked a little bit about it. We'll we'll touch on it one more time. What did that debut do for you as a wrestling fan as a kid? Well, I, I I seen it in tape, obviously, later on. But yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch the show live. Yeah, it was uh, I, I didn't like it. I was like, Well, this guy can't be stopped so as a kid. I was like, I don't like that. You know? Really? Yeah. I don't I didn't like the guys that are just like, Well, if they can't be hurt, then what's the point? They're just gonna win. Yeah. I, I just it, remember it, seeing him and like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I, I, I it was, was cool though. You know? I was very invested at the time. I was like, man, this it was, is. You know, I mean, I, I'll admit, I was seven. It was kind of scary. Like, you're not 100 percent on the up and up. Yeah, uh, on what wrestling is. And I remembered Mean Mark. I'm like, did he die? Zombie? Because I knew it was Mean Mark, but I'm like, is he dead? Because yeah. they put a little bit of makeup <laughs> and stuff on his face, you know. And then Ted. Yeah, he had like purple on his eyes, so he he looked and he didn't have all the tattoos yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he he looked really dead. Ted DiBiase brought him out as his insurance policy. And he was with Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, yeah. So. Brother Love. Brother Love. Not only did Undertaker go is down is down as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but a lot of a lot has spawned from this character as well when it comes to people who have managed him, people who have been in contact with him, people who have then teamed with him. Like mm-hmm. there, there's been a lot a lot of growth just from this one character. A lot of side branches. Yeah. And for uh, for a while there, like a lot of guys, especially Monster Heels like that, back in the day, they would just have you beat jobbers on TV for six months. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did yeah. here. He, he, uh, he took a lot of his character from Michael Myers from the Halloween movies. He did the sit-up. Like, you would beat him down, and he would just sit up. The head snap uh, thing when, like, they were on the side, we'd mm-hmm. look at him like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And then he used to, what I like when, when he beat somebody, he put him in a body bag. Yeah, I yeah, re- yeah. Almost, that was pretty early, cool. early yeah. on, and the whole eye roll thing was was uh, was improv. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. was. I believe it was. I think he was wrestling Jake. 
he was wrestling somebody, and he threw. Maybe he's doing it well before he wrestled Jake. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he threw the guy in the corner, and because uh, I was watching this on the oh, documentary, and he did that choke thing, and he was choking him, and the ca- the, the mm-hmm. camera was on him. He just looked at the camera, and when the camera was like there, he just kind of rolled his eyes in the back of his head and was looking like crazy. And he just he didn't even realize he did it. He was yeah. in the moment, and he hit the curtain. They're like, "What was that?" And he's like, "What? Your eyes?" And he's like. And then even people on commentary just snap right onto it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, keep doing that. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, that was. Yeah. For many years. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, the rope walk, that, that was something he was doing even when he was mean Mark. That that was really made famous by a guy called The Spoiler. It was a mass wrestler, Don Jardine. And, but yeah, he was the guy that really made that big again. Yeah. If you, if you just take wrestling as pop culture references, right, obviously you have the woo. Right, mm-hmm. you have you have the Stone Cold like arms up. Like yeah. if someone walks in and does that arms up, yeah. it's Stone Cold. Even if they don't do the middle finger, that's a Stone Cold thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sh- Snoop Fly Snooker. The rock people's eyebrow. The, people have trained themselves to raise their eyebrow because mm-hmm. of the Rock. Kids practice rolling their eyes in the yeah. back of their head to be the Undertaker. Like that was that that became a it's thing. Like mm-hmm. Hogan putting your hand to your ear. Yeah, it's 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 huge. It. I remember being a kid, just being like, and my mom being like, "Stop doing that! You're gonna ruin yeah, your you're eyes. You're gonna get stuck." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then, Undertaker is in the 1991 Royal Rumble. His first big feud. His first big feud. He beat Snook at the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his first big feud is with the Ultimate Warrior. And this was back in the day when you had a lot of those interview segments. Brother Love had one. Uh, that's how he got started. He was the Brother Love show. Piper's Pit would be the like, the, the the granddaddy of them all. Uh, Paul Bearer had one, the funeral parlor, mm-hmm. and it's famous for a few things. It's famous like Ric Flair did a big interview there when he first came in as the real world champion. Most famous thing that may have happened there, though, was when he had the Ultimate Warrior on, and they would always have a, like a casket, like a metal casket in the background, and they would have like a, a stood up like wooden coffin. And so Ultimate Warrior is doing this interview with Paul Bearer, and from the back, uh, Undertaker comes out of the wooden coffin. He he beats up Warrior from behind. They lock him in the uh, the casket and they seal it su- like shut. Like you hear the um, the air getting sucked out of it, and like it, they treated like this was serious business. Yeah. All these officials come out. They're trying to pry it open with a crowbar, and, and and they're acting like like if they don't get him out soon, he's going to die. And so they finally open up the the the, uh, the casket and like there's scratch marks, like the warriors trying to claw his way out and everything like that. And uh, so this leads to like like Andy was saying, they would Undertaker would always put people in a body bag. This leads to, uh, on the house shows, they did a lot of body bag matches mm-hmm. yeah, between the Warrior cool. and, and the Undertaker. Now, is this before the this Tuesday in Texas when he wins the title? This is before. No. I wasn't sure. This I was thinking it was after for some reason. Yeah, th- that would have been before. It was, uh, and they actually had a, uh, before they had the pay-per-view, they had a King of the Ring house show uh, where he beat Animal in, in the first round. Then him and Sid got double DQ'd. Wow. But yeah, then Survivor Series 91, his first full year in the uh, in the company, the uh, the Undertaker beats Hulk Hogan with the help of Ric Flair to win yeah. the WWF title. Tombstone uh, on yeah, a chair. They, yeah, on a chair, on a chair. And apparently, this messed up Undertaker's head because Hogan acted like he really hurt him on it. And if you look back, Hogan's head is like a foot off the ground. Yeah, it's nowhere even close. It's like when when Kane Tombstone Linda McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, like I and I don't think I don't I I can't recall one person. That he hurt with that move. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe somewhere along the line, but as far as I know, I don't offhand. Nobody. He was a very safe. And that, that's a move that I, I don't even like. He doing. I don't think I've. I, think I, I did know. Once cause, cause I think. I'm I not, think when it got banned, it was because of uh, Triple H almost got hurt on it. But I think that was Kane that did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was in that. It was in that six man tag where it was like 
The Rock, Undertaker, and Kane against Vince, Shane, and Triple H, and then whoever won would like win the title. Okay, like if one of the yeah. baby faces won. I think I think Kane had a close call with Triple H, and that's when it's like you need permission to do the Tombstone now. Yeah, and, and they also bind, uh, banned the regular pile driver, which is a lot safer. Yeah, <laughs> you have more control. I feel I always have more control. The, but the tombstone is—it's a hard move. I've seen a couple guys do it, but I don't, I don't like to do it. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, it was the last indie show we went to. Uh, when you and uh, Matt Turner wrestled in the uh, Diamond City War Machines and uh, <laughs> the other teams escaping me, and did did, did Matt take a tombstone on the floor? Yeah, he yeah, did from, something uh, on the floor. It, it was scared the, the hell out of yeah, us. Yeah, Clay likes to do. The, he's a big Kane fan. So he yeah. likes to do the tombstone. So I believe he did it on the floor. It's like ooh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it sounded terrible. Yeah, and we had a we didn't have a good angle. So what we saw, yeah, looked, just that boom, boom. It's like ugh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I someone suggested doing it. Why, why are you doing so? I'm like ah, I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just because I just thought. Uh, I'm checking on Okada. There you go. There's the two best guys that do tombstones. <laughs> Okada. That's Ricky Steamboat had a nice tombstone yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, uh, just incredible, I guess, because he yeah. did the corkscrew. That's incredible. He had an incredible tombstone. Yeah. So yeah, Undertaker at this point, uh, it wouldn't last long. But he, when he beat Hogan, he was the youngest WWF champion ever. But uh, just a few years later, Yokozuna would break that record, and he wasn't champion long because then they had this Tuesday in Texas, which was a pay per view they did like f- five days after yeah. that pay per view, and he loses the title. <laughs> he loses the title back to Hogan, but it's a screwy finish, and then it winds up with the title being held up, and Ric Flair winds up winning the Royal Rumble to win it. But with the Undertaker. The thing is, even though he's a zombie, bad guy, unstoppable monster, people are liking him a little too much. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's time to turn him baby it's face. Time for the face. Mm-hmm. And and this is such a memorable turn for me because you have this blood feud, this like really personal feud with Jake Roberts and Randy Savage, Fuck and Undertaker was on Jake's side because he uh, Jake helped him with the Warrior. Like they locked him in this room, like because the Warrior was afraid of the Undertaker. And Jake locks him in the room, and there's a cobra in there, and that's how Jake turned heel. And then they put a cobra in a wedding present for Savage yeah. and Elizabeth, and Undertaker attacks Savage at the wedding reception. And so they're like kind of a duo, but Jake loses to Savage on a Saturday night's main event, and then Jake's mad backstage while Savage is celebrating. And they, they show him backstage right behind the curtain with a chair, and he's like, I don't care which one comes through, I'm gonna nail him. Like I'm gonna knock like I'm gonna I'm gonna get whoever comes through. And they keep showing them walking back, and he's going to hit Elizabeth. Elizabeth is the one that's going to be coming through, and she's going to get hit right in the face with a chair. And she's coming through, and they go back to Jake, and they cock back, and it's a great angle. They cock back, and you see a gray-gloved hand grab the chair and stop Jake from hitting him with the chair, or hitting her with the chair. And that's how Undertaker turns babyface. And then he beats Jake at WrestleMania. And then you kind of get into like kind of a leaner time where he's feuding with Kamala, He's feuding with Giant Gonzalez. All the Kamala was actually the they first. could find for him. Um, isn't that yeah. when he did his? Uh, he wrestled himself in that time. Ninety three. That was a little later. Yeah. Ninety four. Yeah. Oh, ninety four. Oh, ninety four. Giant Gonzalez was a uh, seven foot six man in a uh, Bigfoot suit with uh, with hair with fur. Yeah, fur was... attached to it. <laughs> Is it true he died on a roller coaster? I. I no. like it was always on that. He, no, was, he, I believe he's dead, but I don't know if he yeah. died. He, he's, he's absolutely dead. He was wheelchair bound before he yeah. was. Uh, oh, I don't. He, think he they, went back to Argentina and became a pea farmer. Oh wow! So I guess that rumor is not true. Though. Yeah, I don't think that he, is not true. I don't even think they would. He would fit on roller coaster. The rumor was he was on a roller coaster and got decapitated. Oh, because he's too. Big. That is yeah. not what no, happened. Yeah. That is no, not no, what happened. Yeah, I didn't think so. That's one of those like when you're a kid, like the warrior died and Giant Gonzalez died. For newer fans, he was the great collie of the time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, awful. Who managed him? Harvey Whippleman. Harvey Whippleman. Right. Downtown Bruno. Yeah. 
And if you ever watch his matches on the WWE Network, almost always the referee was Bill Alfonso. Yeah. Oh, cause, uh, because because um, he can speak to him, right? Because he didn't know Yeah, he, he he could speak Spanish. He he was he was bilingual. Come on, Daddy. And he, Come on. <laughs> and he was also uh, he was also like a lot of the bigger guys like that at the time. They had handlers like Tim White, the the guy who was a referee for a long time in WWF. He was Andre's handler for a while because Andre's original guy, Frenchie Bernard, I think either retired or passed away. Uh, but yeah, so he was like basically Gonzalez's right hand man. Yeah. And so with Gonzalez, they had a he had a big run at the Rumble. They had a match at WrestleMania Nine. They had a Rest in Peace match at Survivor Series. But then, as you come around into 1994, it's Undertaker's getting back in the title picture. Yokozuna's a champion, so they have a in, in January '94 they have a casket match at the Rumble, and Undertaker's wanting to take some time off at this point, so he's going to take most of the first half of uh, 1994 off. So they literally have ten, 10 of the heels. Yeah, it's almost like beating up the Undertaker. Every major heel in the company, except for like whoever was involved in the main event, came out to beat him up. It was yeah. like, what the hell is going so on? So this pay per view, I I was friends with a, a kid named Justin. Oh, Justin Gavel. Justin we Incredible. Ju- we were just we were best friends growing up, and we used to always go to his his parents would uh, would buy the pay per views, and I remember we'd go and. Uh, I walked to his house and we watched this pay per view. The other, and I remember we seen a dark match of them practicing the match before it okay, happened, and yeah. we went to Hershey and seen that Yokozuna versus Undertaker in a casket match. First time I seen Undertaker live, but I was so far on the nosebleed I didn't see anything. No. Um, so then we we watched this pay per view, and my friend Justin was not good with scary stuff. No. Like, he couldn't watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, oh, wow. horror movies. Like for, If it was scary, it <laughs> fucked him up. Are You Afraid of the Dark is like the, he it's hated like the it. mild of hot sauce for horror movies. Yeah, he did not like anything that was remotely scary, and The Undertaker was no was, exception. Uh, wow. He was he was not a fan of The Undertaker. It, it scared him. And when they all came out and beat him up, there's a great shot of the, the, the casket starts billowing out smoke, Yeah, and then there's a camera inside the casket. Oh, his face? Yeah, but just his face <laughs> dead. Yeah. And my friend Justin, as soon as that camera turned on and it showed his face, he's like, he's going to open his eyes. And he literally ran up. Like, he ran. Like, he wouldn't look at the TV. (laughs) And I was like, and then he opens his eyes. And if I'm not mistaken, he then elevates. The the lightning hits the casket. The lightning hits the casket. And and he rises above the stage. Yeah. How does Bruce Pitchard say, don't go to heaven, his... uh uh, his soul ascends uh, uh, from his body, or something like that. Ascends yeah. to the to the heavens. Like or he rises like, yeah. above the Titan Tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I, honestly as a kid, and, that, and he's that about was a, a foot shorter because he's Marty Jannetty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a kid, when I seen that ending, it was a cool. It's kind of cool, yeah. yeah but you're like, cool why, is there, why does it take every bad guy to beat him up? Like Papa Shango was out there. Everybody was there. The, the crush, like. Yeah. I think Bam Bam was in there. There was everybody. The head shrinkers yeah. were out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, no one's going to come help the Undertaker. Nobody. Not one person. Not one person like them. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's Kane. It's, it's got to be Kane. Five years prior. All right. And so Undertaker's gone for a while. Then you start hearing things about, like, there's Undertaker sightings at places. They did, like, Elvis sightings. Yeah. Undertaker sightings. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then Ted DiBiase finally says, because uh, at this point, the big interview segment is Shawn Michaels. It's the Heartbreak Hotel. And he said... Oh, nope. We lost. We're pausing Brian there. We're losing Brian here. He's talking about the heartbreak. Oh, we this just is had the, the first time, the first time ever yeah, in the history. You, yeah, we're having some internet. It issues. should come back. Last time it just was out for a little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll just talk here and kill some time for the audio only. Um, until we, Wait, until we get Brian back, in, yeah. it should take a second or two. 
but Ted, this is this is what Ted happened. Yeah. Ted DiBiase said, "I have my money has purchased the services of the Undertaker." Yeah. First of all, he was saying, "I don't know who it is." You know, I, I bought somebody my money, and they actually had a picture. It was Brian Lee, yeah, who was in USWA or Memphis at the time. As I, forget, I think his name is just Primetime Brian Lee. And apparently, they back. can still hear me. They just can't really? hear. Uh, okay, you're back. They yeah. can't hear Tony and Andy. Uh, yeah. Apparently, when that happens, they can hear me. They can. They cannot wow. hear you. you oh, okay, well then we didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> We were yeah. we were kind of talking a little bit about the Brian Ted Lee. DiBiase things for the audio only. So thank you guys for uh, my money. <laughs> my money has acquired the Undertaker. Well, they had so a thing the, too with it when Brian Lee when they would show like I remember I remember the one thing was like Paul Bearer had their urn. He's like, come on, come on, Taker. And with Paul and Ted DiBiase on the other side, and he's showing him money, and they have the Undertaker like. Should I go this way? Should I go to the money? That was so good. <laughs> it's so dumb now, but it's just so good. Like, is he gonna go towards the powers of the urn or money? Yeah, and then they had uh, they had two older actors, Leslie Nielsen, famously uh, Frank Drebin mm-hmm. from the Naked Gun movies, and then George Kennedy, and they were trying to find the Undertaker. They were like the investigators. Yeah, that whole as, like celebrity guests. SummerSlam or is it Survivor Series? Su- SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. They have like back backstage vignettes with uh, Leslie Nielsen looking for the Undertaker. Yeah. Not sure what we're having when it, for the people in the live stream. Not sure what's going on with the internet here on our end, but uh, this is the only time it's ever done this on Streamyard, so I'm not sure what, uh, what's happening. So we'll figure it out for the next show. So thank you for being patient with us and, and hanging out still. But uh, all right, let's get let's get the Undertaker here before we lose it again. So that SummerSlam, that SummerSlam in '94 winds up being the Undertaker versus the Undertaker, uh, the the fake Undertaker, Ted DiBiase's Undertaker, being pay, uh, played by Brian Lee. Uh, very famous for uh, his runs in Smoky Mountain. He was later Chains and DOA oh, and WWE. Yeah, yeah, he was in uh, ECW as Shane Douglas's bodyguard yeah, for had a while. Big feud with Tommy Dreamer in the scaffold match. He, he, I just remember scaffold. him from Chain as Chains. Him, him and Tommy Dreamer broke a stop sign by my middle school. Oh, there you they, go. They used, to, they used to wrestle at the Briarcliff Fieldhouse. It was like this little building. And then I guess, I, from what I've heard, one of the pitbulls put a hole in the floor. <laughs> they weren't allowed back there anymore. But th- there's actually an episode on um, on the network now. It's like ECW. It ain't Seinfeld. I don't think I was there that night, but that's the Briarcliff Fieldhouse, and that was like literally right up the street from my middle school. And there's one show they did where it was Tommy Dream and Brian Lee falls count anywhere, and they fight outside, and they like kind of n- push down a little a little bit of stop sign right across the street from the Fieldhouse. <laughs> Not that it has anything to do with The Undertaker. So The Undertaker's back now. He's got purple gloves. And then he kind of gets into a long feud with the million-dollar corporation, Ted DiBiase's stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, he beats Yokozuna in a return casket match at Survivor Series, where they have a plan now, because the last time these two wrestled, you had all these people interfere. What do you do? You get Chuck Norris. Yeah. So Chuck Norris stood guard, and uh, <laughs> he famously kicks Jeff Jarrett, and Jeff Jarrett does like a headstand bump. On the kick. <laughs> Pro wrestling. Yeah. I believe Yokozuna was afraid of the casket. I know Kamala was. Yeah, Yokozuna yeah. was afraid of it, yeah. Kamala, yeah. And it's yeah. double wide and double deep. That was the I, best I, part. I didn't realize how close him, or how close Yokozuna and, and the Undertaker yeah, were. Yeah, that was part of his, like, they were his very BSK. Close. They were, yeah. like, best friends. Yeah. Yeah, because he said, like, in the, the documentary, The Last Ride, he's like, man, I really miss that guy. Yeah. Like, Rodney. they were really, really close. Yeah. It was weird because Undertaker was friends with like all guys that were like lesser wrestlers. I mean, yeah. nothing gets about like Papa Shango, about what's, whatever his name, Godfather, Godfather, uh, Savio Vega of all people, the dude who played uh, Mi- Minion, no, not Midian. Uh, Midian. It was uh, well, what's no name? Midian? Go- yeah. Hen- uh, the, oh, no, Mark Henneberry. Mark yeah. Henneberry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Henry Godwin. Yeah, so, yeah, his friends were all like weren't as high as he was. Yeah, <laughs> so he didn't use any of his power. Maybe got him a job, but didn't get him a push. 
Well, that'll come into play later on with the with the when the, the factions became a big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because every one of his guys were, were into yeah, a faction. Yeah. yeah, which was one yeah, of my favorite true, times yeah. of wrestling. I loved the faction wars when they had all the factions. There was good, but then there was a bunch of like, well, these like like DOA stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and uh, what was Los Pericos? Uh, yeah, I liked it though. I liked all the factions. It was cool having it was the so much fun. It gave everybody something to do on TV. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get let's so get. nine. Yeah, ninety five is kind of a lost year. He's just feuding with. The, the DiBiase's people he he wrestled. I uh, not sure what he did at the Rumble that year. Um, kind of escaping me, but I know it's WrestleMania. He beat King Kong Bundy. He wasn't in any Rumbles yeah. until like two thousands. Well, real quick too, if yeah. this same year or this same time frame with the Million Dollar Man and stuff, uh, with Kamala uh, stealing the urn and antagonizing him. This oh, is, that that was that was before. Oh, that was Kama. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Mr. Hughes stole the urn too, but that was we kind of skipped over that. But this is the time as well. I just want to put out there because it's a big a, a look for the Undertaker that was really popular. Is when he broke his orbital bone in his eye. Oh, okay. He was yeah. wearing the Phantom of the Opera mask. The ma- yeah. yeah, that was a nine. 95, yeah. And then that's when he, uh, in Royal Rumble, 96, he was unmasked uh, against Bret Hart, but Diesel interfered. Mm. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, because Diesel had just lost the title to Bret. Diesel's kind of like a tweener. And, yeah, Diesel interferes, and I think he gives, like, gives the Undertaker the finger. And it was, like, the first time anybody gives somebody the finger (laughs) in in wrestling after the match. But that leads to something really cool at In Your House. Uh, the next In Your House, it was Brett against Diesel in a cage for the title. Yep. And Diesel has the match won. And he's about to walk out of the cage. Brett is out. And Undertaker's purple gloved hand reaches up through the ring. It was the first time somebody came through the ring. Awesome And spot. he grabs Diesel's leg and pulls him down. Down to but hell. But if he pulls him down, if he pulls him down, isn't he out of the cage? Shouldn't Diesel have won that match? Yeah, his feet touched the floor. Yeah, like the floor of the ring not count. What a spot that was! Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was so good. They would do that a couple. It was more so times. good. Kane yeah. did a couple times. They did it later that year with Undertaker, where or maybe it was no. I think Mankind would have done it against Undertaker. Somebody came up in Philly. It was at the Mind Games pay per view because I think Undertaker wrestled Goldust on that show. Yeah, that was at the main event with Shawn Michaels on, or Mankind. Yeah, Mankind. Yeah, yeah. So we had the Phantom of the Opera mask, which was really cool. Even though people, a lot of people, do consider. Purple Gloves Undertaker to be like kind of one of the lesser errors because, yeah, he's like feuding with Kama. Yeah, it was his opponents. His and... opponents sucked, yeah. yeah. But he still looked. I like and the Purple Glove look. That, and yeah, they, the, and then, they redid the toys. They gave him the Purple Gloves. Yeah, and, the and it's the first one they made uh, glow, glowed in the dark, a skin glowed in the dark. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The Jack-specific ones. Mm-hmm. That bone-crunching action that would go click. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you did have the Hasbro Undertaker, but yeah, it was like the, uh, the red yeah. gloves and the, the one green. arm like kind of bent. Yep. It was like the Jim Neidhart New Foundation thing. They're, yeah. they're, when they re-released those old Jax ones, they released them as purple. Oh, okay, they're yeah. Old Did pl- they? Yeah, okay. yeah, because I bought it for uh, Fulton for uh, a birthday gift. I still have my glow-in-the-dark one somewhere. It's probably all beat up, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's cool. Not so an easy toy res- to find. The original, old, the yeah. old gray-gloved uh, Jax-specific yeah. tiny plastic one. That Undertaker, Undertaker and... Oh, you uh, mean and the on- Hasbro? The hard, Hasbro, the hard one? Yeah, Hasbro, sorry. Yeah, the Hasbro Taker and, and Andre the Giant were not easy mm. to find. A lot of them are hard to... Are worth a lot of money, depending on... There's like two different colored backs. Like there's a blue and a yellow, I believe. Yeah. yeah I just lot, remember as a, a kid, like I, I could never have... I uh, We used a um, Skeletor from He-Man <laughs> as our Undertaker because <laughs> yeah, we could never funny. find one. Yeah. <laughs> So with uh, with after that that thing with the cage match, then you have Undertaker and Diesel at WrestleMania. Oh, Brian paused out again. Oh I, my what god, what is going on? They, they, oh, well, they, there he is. Well, they can. No, you're good. Okay, you're good, I was gonna say I, I can hear you guys this time. Yeah, but uh, this is one of the first times I think they used a wax dummy 
where Diesel goes in the back and he's gonna like break up this casket with an axe. He opens the casket and there's like Diesels in the casket. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he's all shocked because he's in the middle. But like, well, I yeah. see myself in a casket. Like, well, obviously it's not me. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you see a wax dummy in wrestling, you set it on fire. We know this. Oh now. yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Uh, and then uh, towards, yeah, so then you have the Diesel and Undertaker. At Mania, and, and Undertaker gets to win. Diesel's on his way out at that point. Yeah, and then he starts feuding with Mankind, and we get the... the... night after. The night after that WrestleMania is when Mankind made his debut. Yeah, and then we get a Boiler Room that. match uh, at SummerSlam. That we was really get, good. Yeah, but uh, that's where... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Very, very big event there. That yeah. is where Paul Bearer turns heel on The Undertaker. Oh, yep. yes! And then we get our very first Buried Alive match at In Your House 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was like that was called gonna, buried alive. It was yeah, and they're like we're gonna bury somebody yeah. alive. Yeah, um, yeah, because it, it, leading up to it on Raw, like in the aisle, they would have like a tombstone with the buried alive logo and everything. Mm-hmm. And Undertaker wins the match there, buried alive. He wins the match, but he doesn't totally bury mankind. Like they didn't like they learn from this, and in the future buried alive matches, they would have like the uh, the dump truck full of dirt that you could just dump on somebody all at once. But here they're actually using shovels. Yeah, the shovel dirt on top of it. It's like that yeah, might so, take a little bit. Yeah. So, so they get hole. they get mankind they get mankind in there and just throw enough dirt on the Undertaker wins the match. But then he gets attacked. This is when you had uh, very briefly Terry Gordy is the executioner yeah. at this point, and he attacks Undertaker and then a bunch of the it's the same thing as that casket match. Like all the heels attack Undertaker and they're all like. Like, they just had 10 people shoveling dirt in. <laughs> and then, finally, at the very end, you see the lightning bolt, and then Undertaker's hand reaches up yep. through the uh, through the dirt. But he's still gone for a while. He's still gone for a while. And then, when he comes back, it's a Survivor Series. And I want to say, like, they did a... Uh, I think, was that a shark cage match, where Paul Bear was in a shark cage or something? Well, this this is the era they call the yeah. Lord of Darkness I Undertaker. I don't think he was in a, in a cage until Kane came around. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking. I'm kind of at the Wikipedia open at this point. Yeah. Uh, oh, but he was managing was mankind under, and gold. He was Undertaker of mankind, and Paul Bearer was in a, in a shark cage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and this is this this is considered the '96 to '98, the Lord of Darkness Undertaker. I was thinking this is Velvet Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed Velvet Undertaker. And yeah, he's a little more like adult here, and he beats the uh, he beats the Executioner later. They had a little feud with Vader. Vader is being managed by Paul Bearer at this point. Vader actually beat him at the Royal Rumble. And I think there was always a uh, that that WrestleMania WrestleMania 13 always got like flipped around. It was supposed to be like Sean and Brett for the title. Austin was supposed to wrestle like the British Bulldog. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the Undertaker at that point. Maybe it was going to be against Sid, but not for the title. Mm-hmm. But then uh, WrestleMania 13 was the upcoming WrestleMania, and everything kind of gets turned topsy turvy because Shawn Michaels. Lo and behold, Shawn Michaels is a champion. He doesn't want to lose his belt in the ring. Go figure. Yeah, and. <laughs> And so hey, he, no, loses hey, no. hey, no, hey, he loses his smile. Hey now, he loses his smile. He had he had a good reason. It was there was five to fifteen guys in Syracuse that beat him up. Well, no, this is a time he 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 his knee was torn to shreds. Yeah, irreparable irreparable damage. So bad was, that he was wrestling again in three his months. Back yeah. was bad. Yeah. It was it was he had, he had a lot going on. He had a drug problem. You leave Sean alone, right? Sonny, <laughs> Sonny was just messing with his heart. You know, it was it was a lot going on at that time. So they did he the uh, the final. Yeah. F- they did. The- he did the final four match. Brett wins that, but he drops the title to Sid the next night. Austin costs him the title. So lo and behold, it winds up with uh, Brett going up against Austin at WrestleMania 13. But then you have Undertaker and Sid for the title. Undertaker wins his second WWF title uh, by beating Sid at WrestleMania 13. But then the big thing after this is he's going right into a feud with Mankind again. But Paul Bearer is trying to get control of the Undertaker again. He wants him back in the fold. And if he doesn't 
if he doesn't uh, come back to him, he's going to reveal a deep secret mm-hmm. about the Undertaker. About and this th- about this stretched on forever. Yeah, yeah about did. Undertaker burning down the family funeral home business when he was a child, killing mm-hmm. both of his you parents. You killed your brother Undertaker. And, you uh, killed him. And her, and burning his half brother as well. Yeah. And then Undertaker. But first says, he said yeah. he killed him. Yeah. But yeah. then the big the big thing was Kane is alive. <laughs> he's alive. Undertaker. He's alive. <laughs> I absolutely. And we didn't find out that other thing about Kane yet. Not yet. Yeah. We would. Uh, I ate this up. It is. That's pretty. Good. I ate this up as a kid. I mean, it's 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 shock. Well, it was shock, shocky, or campy, or whatever you want to call it. But it's mm-hmm. schlock. That's the word. Yeah. It was it was entertaining. Uh, but this this was also at the point where uh, just as a total aside, he wrestled in Michinoku Pro against uh, Jinzei Shinzaki, and I think oh, yeah. they did the thing where like it was supposed to like the match was supposed to be happening in hell, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and Shinzaki had to beat him to escape hell or something. Yeah, who was Hakushi? I'll tell you what, the Inferno the match that they just did a thing with the fire everywhere that yeah. looked kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. They should all mm-hmm. Inferno matches be uh, cinematic matches. Yeah, you can do more. Yep. Instead of oh my hands on fire, my hand that my own one hand that has a glove. We'll get into <laughs> how they did it back in the day, but it, 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 Hadi was watching it like there, there's no. I'm like oh this is nothing compared to what they, they used to, the outside of the ring was on fire. She so was yeah. nah. I'm like oh yeah, that was probably so hot for yeah. the fan, for yeah. everyone up front. Like yeah. it's, I understand when, when, when the pyro that. goes off in an arena, it's hard. The nosebleed yeah, section, you feel it. Yeah, yeah. But all right, so so we're leading into the uh, SummerSlam with. Uh, with Brett, uh, uh, Undertaker versus Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, your special guest referee. Um, mm-hmm. Bret goes to hit Shawn with a chair. And, oh no, Bret go, Shawn goes to hit Bret with a chair, right? Yep. Yep. And misses. And Bret ducks and, Brett ducks and he smacks the Undertaker right in the face, um, which leads to the first ever Hell in a Hell Cell in a match cell. Yeah. at Bad Blood in your house. Yeah, back then the Hell in a Cell weren't as high. They had the, the roof, but they weren't as high. Like now they're way too high. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know where they got the idea. I think maybe it's Jim Cornette that said that because taking off of all uh, war games. Mm-hmm. I think, but I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure. They, I yeah, war games, and then they had, well, no, because the thunder, the Thunderdome ones they were doing WCW, they would just have like a curved roof. Yeah, yeah, but and the, but then they had I don't know, it didn't happen yet. But well, no, wait, no, WCW wait, had that wait, really short roof where when Psycho said when the yeah, power yeah, bomb war games. killed somebody. Yeah, the war games match. I think. Yeah, I think it was a mixture because you had the war war games had the roof, but you would have the Thunderdome cages where. The cage would go around the like ring area too. Yeah, but what about the cage that was stacked on top of each other when Hogan and Macho Man? What year was that? Was like ninety six? Yeah, that was later. Yeah, that that was later. But they did that we world class. Should... They did that back. That was called the Tower of Doom. Yeah, we should have review that where they start at the top and, they have to and that's when the down. King won the world championship when David Arquette. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that was ready to rub. <laughs> yeah, the Tower of Doom is where you had to go down. Yeah, yeah, that was like a, it, a, a it's Hogan and Macho Man versus every heel in WCW. Text Bree, oh, the, the Doomsday way. Cage, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, this this match then leads into the the the, the Hell in a Cell, um, where you know Sean's just getting decimated. Uh, he's a bloody mess. At the time, people were like, "Man, this is a really good Hell in a Cell." Like this, this it uh, was is a high bar to yeah. set. They set a really high bar for the first ever match. So at this time, I mean, I know Brett gets credit for the first ladder match because he brought it in, but Sean then gets credit as like the first pay per view ladder match with yeah. him and Razor. Um, so now Sean's in the one of the first in the first Hell in a Cell match, so he gets credit for that in his career with with Taker. Um, Sean like Sean's part of DX at the time, and uh, he's about to lose, and the lights go out, 
and the red lights kick on and the the organ hits mm-hmm. and the classic that's call. gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. And it's Kane and Paul Bear Kane. make yeah. their debut. Uh, boy, Kane rips the door off. Yeah, the not gimmicked door. Yep. Um, Sans cape because apparently he was at a house show before and he had a cape. Yeah, and it looked, it looked pretty mm-hmm. cool, but they got rid of the cape. The uh, just just once again, you just you look at the character of the Undertaker and it birthed the character of Kane. And man, what a career, Kane! You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this this a guy that was yeah. kind of floundering for the yeah. most part. He's a yank, and then he was fake Diesel. And I guess this whole storyline came up where Paul Bear and Undertaker were pitching it, like to, to the heads, like saying, "Hey, we should we should do like this Kane gimmick." Yeah, and they, they pitched the idea without having a Kane, and then they went and seen him wrestle. Uh, at the time, he was uh, the dentist, he right? Was, no, he's fake Diesel at that time. Oh, yeah, he was fake Diesel. Yeah. Well, that was the last gimmick he would have been doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they seen him first. Well, they probably did as the dentist, yeah. and then they brought him in yeah, as he, fake Diesel. Yeah, he was last gimmick before he was Diesel. Yeah. And they probably seen him in Bruce Petra probably seen him in, in Memphis when he's Christmas creature. I well, I, Undertaker yeah. had that's actually wrestled T- him. In Taker Smoky seen him Mountain as, when he was still Unabomber. Oh, okay. Yeah, Taker because that's what he said in the thing. Taker seen him as Unabomber and said this guy would be a, like him and Paul Bear left the arena yeah. and like he would be a great Kane. Yeah, because I think they had the game. I don't know if they had the game the name yet. I know Bruce Pritchard got the name because that's what Undertaker's name. Yeah. They, they use that name. Yeah. So, but they had the idea for a brother, mm-hmm. and it was a great storyline. Yeah, I mean, let, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about I Hall mean, of Fame? He went on for twenty years. With Hall the of Fame career, man. Kane, yeah. Kane, yeah. Kane has become his own entity, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he was also uh, in USWA. He was also the Christmas creature. Yeah, Christmas creature. You yeah, and Doomsday. <laughs> Doomsday. But Doomsday was literally him just practicing to be Kane because that was yeah. right before Kane. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, then we 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 head into uh, Rumble. Um. I'm just trying to go through. Yeah, so Undertaker at this point is like, I'm not fighting my brother. Like, I, I, I know you, you're mad. I don't want to fight you. So they kind of tease that they're reconciling a little bit. So from there, the main event of the Royal Rumble 97 is the Undertaker against Michaels. Michaels is the champion now in a casket match for the title. This is the, ma- this is the match where Sean messes up his back. Because he uh, he takes a bump onto the casket and he lands oddly. Yeah, like a back body oh, and yeah. he hurt his back. Well, would the, he, he goes over the top rope onto the casket, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his, his spine hits the corner of it. Like, <sighs> it, is, it is a rough little bump. Yeah. And so basically, Kane comes out and actually he's going to help the Undertaker, but he turns on him. People turn on Undertaker in casket matches a lot. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is one of them here. And they, they get Undertaker in the casket, they lock it shut, and they wheel it up to the entrance. Uh, Kane and Paul Bearer. They take an axe, they cut open the the top of the casket. You couldn't do camera tricks like you did on TLC because there's uh, there's a crowd here. So they just pour gasoline in the casket and they set the casket on fire and they kill the Undertaker. Yeah. Now here's the thing too. If you really want to kind of credit, they probably didn't know they were doing it at the time. But if every time you see the Undertaker... And the only time he can go down is if the entire locker room beats him up, beats yeah. him up, and then one yeah. guy comes out, Kane, and can, yeah. he can manhandle the Undertaker. It's like, wait yep. a second, this guy's a force. Yeah. Like you're kind of yeah. building up Kane without even realizing you're doing they, it. They made Kane a big deal night one. Yeah. Night one, he was a big deal, and yep. he never wasn't. Yep, absolutely. So from there, Undertaker disappears for a little bit for uh, for a month or so, month and a half, and then right before WrestleMania, he comes back, and now he's ready to fight Kane. He beats him at WrestleMania. He also, uh, after he beats Kane, he goes back and he starts taping up his fist in case somebody decides he doesn't want to drop the title again. <laughs> I won't say who. I won't say who. Um, and then, so the next we, the next month at uh, Unforgiven is when you have the Inferno match where Kane beats The Undertaker by uh, setting his right arm on fire. Yeah. Yeah, his right arm that has uh, been covered. Yeah, and then they, they did it <laughs> later on with the boot, the left boot. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and right MVP's back. They also oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, I never cared for Inferno matches. I thought they were let's lame. Let's jump ahead a little bit here. Uh, I mean, obviously, because like I said, we're just, I'm trying to watch the time here. Yeah. So, I mean, you can th- go, yeah, we could go all night yeah. talking about the um, Undertaker. We have the Ministry of Darkness is, like is when the Ministry of Darkness is when they the, all the factions kicked in, mm-hmm. and then there was the mm-hmm. corporate ministry. Yeah, when we went together with man. Where to, Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. It was me, Austin. It was me. Yeah. He, he wanted to, uh, he was the first one to get the idea, like, hey, maybe if I marry Stephanie McMahon, I'll have a lot of power. Hey. <laughs> the, the, who's the higher power? was the big thing then yeah everyone's like oh it's jake roberts it's ultimate warrior that was vince it was me yeah there was apparently there was one idea that they wanted to be they wanted to be christopher daniels and then Vince saw how short he was yeah um i know we're brushing over it but i mean that time of wrestling was fun with i liked with the factions i thought the factions were all fun that's when you know 90 98 99 wrestling fire and all cylinders right there yeah yeah uh and then uh he killed the big boss man yeah yeah and and uh yeah, he killed a bit in the cage. I forget what exactly made him go away again. I think it was a thing where later on, I think he just quit. Like there was a, it was they had all these people vying for the title. It was when Vince was a champion, and it went they forfeited it. And I think he was just like, "No, I'm out of here. I don't want to do that." And he just left. I don't think it was like they killed the Undertaker this time. Yeah. Um. So then he's gone for a while, and um. Then in two thousand, May two thousand. Uh, he he they all these promo packages of these little Freddy Krueger girls and they're one <laughs> two and everyone's like oh what the hell is this yeah. and then um, it's seven and it says he's here and Kid Rock plays oh. American badass yeah. and then here which was probably the best of uh, this Undertaker's music and then he he hits the ramp with a uh, a motorcycle this is I believe a Judgment Judgment Day yeah Judgment Day yeah. because that was the whole thing and it was uh, and he comes down against the McMahon Helmsley faction and uh, with a giant and he helps motorcycle. and he inadvertently helps Triple H win the title yeah. yeah and he chases Vince McMahon around the ring with the motorcycle yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of just wearing jeans and stuff and he has his hair in a braid because he didn't cut at that point yeah I did, I did not like this Undertaker at all. Yeah, but here, and the crazy thing was, this is this is where you start to see not so much Undertaker seeing him as a he's humanized, yeah, now, right. But mm-hmm. even to this point, he still took the character very seriously. Like, he, if you've seen him off TV, if you've seen him, yeah, no, he still any, wouldn't do yeah, anything. He like didn't outside. tell backstage stories. No, yeah. Everything with him is still I don't don't like. Uh, one of the things I, mm-hmm. I was I was watching is um, they did when they were doing the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels feud, like mm-hmm. the Montreal screw job, and the camera crew was there. They 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 were like, what can we can't do? And one of the biggest things is Undertaker walks up and says, "Hey, don't get me on camera." Yeah, and they're like, "No problem." Yeah. Like, there's little- another movie that was filmed a few years later, Beyond the Mat, and the only thing you see the Undertaker it's him with his back to the camera, he's on a phone. Yeah, and and that and even that was just like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, you don't get me on camera. Like, he took that shit super. Se- so now, like, mm-hmm. jumping ahead a little bit here, we're we're kind of getting inside, like, like. That's why the Lost Ride documentary is so cool because it's like he's kind of really coming out of his comfort zone and telling stories that he never did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he went 30 years and just kind of played a character. Now he's like doing hot ones and he's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like he he took his he took his career really really serious. Um but yeah, except maybe this this yeah. half. Yeah, the first time we really saw him dropping the uh kind of the the veil a little bit. It was a few years ago. He was I think he's very active in it in a church where he lives and he was doing some stuff like for the church. But yeah, as far as like, actually he was going to do a convention with Conrad Thompson when his contract lapsed. Yeah. Uh, but WWE stopped that real quick. 
But yeah, now now he's like kind of an open book. Yeah, and then he went from the American badass to what was called then the Big Evil Undertaker, which yeah, was two thousand one. Red, he cut his hair, and then yeah. he also in that point ta- started tagging up with Kane and the Brothers of Destruction. The Brothers of Destruction, yep. And when tag during the us. badass American badass, him and te- him and Stone Cold teamed up a lot, right? I don't know. If I thought him and him and so Austin much. were tag teams for a little bit. They might have won the maybe won the tag- titles on like some weird thing, like oh they don't like each other now they just won the titles and yeah. they lost and like like one badass week. to another or something like that. that I mean, wrestling I was remember ha- when he uh, when he wrestled Kurt Angle for the title of Survivor Series and he thought he beat him, but he beat Eric Angle. Yeah, yeah he uh, <laughs> he beat his brother instead. Yeah, the, that, that time they like to switch the belts a lot. So they, yeah, they kinda, it's very hard to keep track of who and, was and champion. And then the return of the dead man is is is. Uh, when when uh, the the storyline with him and Kane again, uh, uh, and this is this is when they started realizing like oh we have a streak here, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. uh, in like the two thousand four to two thousand seven time because he timeline. beat Triple H when he was a uh, biker undertaker but that never happened yeah 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 WrestleMania uh, it's funny because that match almost never happened because Triple H was apparently supposed to wrestle Ray Lewis the football player yeah, but then it fell that? through yeah yeah. It's kind of like when Jericho was supposed to wrestle, uh, what's his name from the wrestler? Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mickey yeah. Rourke. And, and Mickey Rourke put it on social media too soon. Yeah. Well, and then, and then Mickey Rourke was afraid that like, they would uh, beat him up for, for real. It's like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of. Frank Shamrock with. Yeah, he brought Frank Shamrock because he thought Jericho was going to beat him up in real life. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Pro wrestling. Yeah, just... he became big evil. He, uh, he made Jim Ross kiss Vince's ass. Yeah. He won the hardcore title. Uh, he had a thing where Maven knocked him out of the Rumble. Yeah, that was probably yeah, when, And then his uh, feud yeah. with Jeff Hardy. Stay down, kid. Yeah, th- they had yeah. a great ladder match yeah. on Raw. That was, that was when Taker was a champion. Yeah, yeah, but when he, he was went, when he went back to Taker from the two, like the de- the Return of the Dead Man, that was a good run for oh, him. We're, we're talking about Big Evil. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he 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 had a with Randy Orton. He had a a, a feud. Um, there's a little mm-hmm. bit, with, and I believe he beat Hogan for the title, right? Or was that yeah. Hogan loses to Lesnar? Yeah, no, yeah, without yeah, that was when he was big evil. He, yeah. When Hogan won the title back, yeah, he beat Hogan. Then he lost it for the Rock. Yeah, he had some title runs there. Um, that was that was a title run. I was think I, I was missing. Oh, was okay, that yeah, that undisputed. I I totally completely forgot about that. So now. yeah, he beat Hogan twice. He beat uh, he beat Austin, and he beat Sid. Yeah. And then the final years of the streak was 2011-2014, um, where he beat he beat uh, Triple H twice. Then he wrestled Sean twice. twice. Yeah, and sh- him and well, Sean, actually, Sean, Sean was, was the other way Triple around. H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Sean first. So the Sean matches with, that was the first time I'm like, wow, Undertaker had these great matches at WrestleMania. Oh, Sean you know? helped. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, the, the rest of the matches. Yeah, so, uh, that was just two guys with great chemistry. I mean, we we, we had Rick, Ric Flair that match when yeah. Arn came out and gave him the spinebuster. Um, oh, that was so good. The the him and the Sean WrestleMania nineteen best we don't talk about it. Yeah, him and Sean had uh, match of the decade for a while there. That yeah, was, I mean that, that was, was a great. That was like well, it was like the first I, like New Japan type match in yeah. in, in, in WWE. And I say New Japan, I was in strong style, but like the mm-hmm. kicking out finishers and all this big stuff. Yeah, the match with Punk was uh, was very good too. Yeah. Then he that had was a, a good few. Then he had a couple stinkers. We have well, a punk dump the uh, urn on himself. Well, that's when Paul Bear actually died. Yeah, Paul Bear. We actually yeah. lost Paul. I mean, Bear. We forgot Undertaker killed Paul Bear. Yeah, he, when he put yeah, him in, in concrete. concrete. Yeah, and he yeah. died. Um, and then he got left in a freezer once too. Yeah, save me, Undertaker, save me. <laughs> um, yeah. So when and and t- they did a whole whole feud with uh, CM Punk dumping out the and a lot of people were upset about it, but they were like, "Listen, Paul Bear would have loved this." Yeah, yeah. And that was probably my, my favorite era. Like right before that, when the Undertaker was like world champion in SmackDown. Yeah, he's having these good matches, and he's he, lo- he looked really good. People so. were like, "Man, you need the, to start uh, watching the CM Punk guy's amazing." He got yeah. set on fire. Yeah, yeah. And I turned in, and CM Punk retired the and, next and night. And that whole thing, like, put your tag team match player like a, a, 
and uh, let's t- Teddy. <laughs> you gotta go one on one. There's a time he got uh, he got beat up by terrorists. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. But when what's his name? And then they didn't have Muhammad Hassan because they fired him. Yeah, she looks like Aloy from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. She does. She's the, you're the Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. brace. Um, yeah, but the where like he said the where to Stephanie that is classic. Yeah. Undertaker's driving the limo. Um, and then and then the uh, the streak. We'll we'll just jump to the end of the streak here. Uh, Brock Lesnar beats him, ends the streak, twenty one and one. Mm-hmm. Um, then not, we not the best match. Not the best match. Taker in his documentary yeah. says he doesn't remember. Yeah, apparently he was concussed. And then from and here, here it's kind of like. Eh, and then he up then, and, then it's, it's up and down because the year before Brock got dinged up. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had he had the match. With Roman, which was, it wasn't horrible, but it yeah, wasn't it was, the greatest. Right. He had a match with Goldberg, which is terrible. Yeah, but then he had a tag match with Roman. I forget who they wrestled. That was pretty good. The, it was yeah, Drew and uh, Drew, was it Drew and Shane? Or Drew and Drew Dolph? And Dolph Ziggler versus Dolph, yeah, uh, sh- uh, Roman and Undertaker. Yeah. And it was a great match. Yeah. Him and Dolph Ziggler worked. Or him and him and uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre worked really well together. Yeah, great match. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then you have the the absolutely horrible, never to be mentioned again match of Undertaker and Kane versus Shawn Michaels. And Triple H DX. <laughs> the only thing that was funny about that match at the very end, Sean just looks because Triple H rips his bicep yeah. off in that match. He tears his too bicep, over this. and he literally looks like goes, "We're too fucking old for this." <laughs> <laughs> but Sean, when Sean retired, I mean, obviously Sean was a guy who went back on his word a lot and quit and retired, yeah. and he cleaned his act up and changed who he was as a person. He said, "Listen, man, I'm not coming back." And they're like, "No, we want you to do one more with AJ or one more with Seth or one more." He's like, "I'm not doing yeah. it." And they threw a lot of money at him, and he kept turning it down. And Taker's like, "I want one more with you, and we'll, we'll go to Saudi Arabia and make big yeah. money." He's like, "If it's you, I'll do it." Yeah, you like, know what I mean? Like kind of when they that, did the, they uh, the, the super kick when they did the super kick in that Hell in a Cell with Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. Before WrestleMania 30, I thought for sure we were getting Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Yeah, amazing. me too. Yeah. If, if I, if AJ Sean would be a dream match, See, which AJ Daniel Bryan would be amazing too. Out of all the people in the ring, I think that Shawn Michaels probably still have a match. I, I, think. I think he could too. I more, yeah, still yeah I, I think that, that match in Saudi Arabia was the heat there. Yeah. Like not, not the crowd, like the actual heat. And I also think it was just all three. Like you, you need to have somebody that can kind of go with yeah. the guy. Like if you put Daniel Bryan in there with Michaels, they're gonna have a great match. Well, yeah. Or even if it was you like, think we'll let's get was... one more Sean match? Probably not. No. I don't think so either. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think uh, he's done. I would love it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, like they should have thought about that. Uh, like it's cool to have all these legends, but maybe like, hey, maybe we should make it a six man and like put AJ with DX for some reason, just so someone yeah. can do some bumps. And then he he uh, then he ended his career with, uh, um, AJ at the Boneyard. Yeah, the Boneyard. So yeah. he did. I mean, they probably wanted to have a real match. Maybe they could have, but hey, it was a good way to go out, and it was an entertaining match. So mm-hmm. I know Sting really wanted that match. He pitched a bunch of stuff, and they said no, and that's why Sting left. And now he's in AEW. So I don't know if I would want Sting. Taker. I would. I would like a, a cinematic I match. Yeah. I I would love to see. It. I would love to see a real match in like two thousand, even fifteen. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays a cinematic match, they, they could have did that. You know, have so, a fight scene, take a break. So <laughs> we're we're big fans of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So he had come back the year in two thousand fifteen. Feud of the re- year in ninety one with the Warrior. Feud of the year in two thousand fifteen with Brock Lesnar. Match of the Year in 98 with Mankind and Hell in a Cell. Match of the Year in 2009 with Shawn Michaels. Match of the Year in 2010 with Shawn Michaels. Match of the Year in 2012 with Triple H. Ranked number two of the top 500 in WN and Pro Wrestling in uh, top 500 in 2002. Ranked number 21 in uh, Wrestle of the Year in 2003. Um, 
just there's some stupid ones. Here's some slammy awards. I mean, you many world time or many time world champion, like we said before, and tag team. <laughs> Wait, Never that. intercontinental champion though. Slammy awards. He won 15 slammy awards. Oh boy! All right. Now we know the slammies <laughs> are super serious. Yeah. Uh, he won best entrance music in '97. Well, he won best tattoo in '97. <laughs> <laughs> best yeah. tattoo. That's like when uh, IRS won most sweaty. Be- best tattoo, and it's probably the one he got covered up. Yeah. He won Match of the Year in 2009, 2010. Oh, we forgot about that when DDP stalked his wife. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that. 2009, 2010, 2012, 2015, 2020. I mean, there's a lot in this we've missed. If you really, really want to dive in, go for yeah, it. But multiple. We would be here for, we'd have 14 podcasts. Uh, moment of the Let, Year let's, 2010. Let's run through the Meltzer Awards he got, though, the Wrestling Observer Awards. He got uh, Best Gimmick for four years in a row, or five years in a row, 90 to 94. Yep. Okay. Best Heel in 91. Feud of the Year 2007 with Batista. Match of the year, two years in a row with Shawn Michaels in 2009 and 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst worked match of the year twice, <laughs> uh, 2001. Uh, Undertaker and Kane against Chronic in a match that was so bad that it got Chronic, who were both 10-plus year veterans, sent down to the developmental. Uh, worst match of the year, 2018, the Crown Jewel tag match. Most overrated in 2001. That's when he's American Badass, and a lot of people weren't really big fans of that. Yeah. Uh, Reader's least favorite wrestler, 2001. That was like a low point for him. Uh, worst feud of the year, 93 against Giant Gonzalez. Understandable. Most mm-hmm. disgusting uh, promotional tactic for that terrorist angle. Uh, like we said, there was a thing where like people were dressed up as terrorists and they attacked The Undertaker, and it aired the same day as a real terrorist attack in London. Yeah. And um, in, in 2004, which I think was the first year he was eligible, because I think you have to be... like over 35? or How, how old is Kenny Omega now? Like 36? Yeah. Somewhere 37? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's like you have to be a certain age or a certain amount of years in the business. I think his first year of eligibility, he was in the uh, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm. Just just a legendary career. Um, we'll we'll just button it up with this, Brian. What what are if you just looking back, what are some of your favorite Taker moments, and what what was the the character of Undertaker for you? Uh, for one thing, it was a constant. Like, all these people would come and go, come and go, and The Undertaker was always there, like, literally 30 years just in WWE. Yeah. Imagine and, 30 and, years anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who works at a job 30 years these days? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And they don't get a kick <laughs> like, in the butt, a watch, and say, a computer, let's take your job, daddy. Yeah. Anyway. Bray Wyatt took your job, daddy. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it, it's that constant. It was He was, like, just one of the first, like dark characters like that it just opened up a new like avenue of storytelling where i i wasn't old enough or didn't get florida wrestling i didn't see kevin sullivan doing like the satan thing where they never really said satan like it was it was just kind of he married horror movies and wrestling in a way that nobody really did before then yeah uh, yeah, and, it worked. And it, best oh, best awesome. gimmick ever, probably the best big man ever too. That's yeah, that's yeah. what I would say. The best overall gimmick of all time. Yeah, you know, I, it sounds dumb. Okay, you're gonna act like you're dead. Yeah. Well, that's never gonna get over. He you know? he sold me. Yeah, on and the if character. you gave it to like, and if you gave it to somebody else, maybe it, maybe it wouldn't have. Yeah. Maybe if you gave it to like, uh, maybe if you gave it to Giant Gonzalez, yeah. if they, well, not maybe it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So I mean, credit to him. And it, it, like, they didn't really see like oh he was they were like oh he's a good wrestler but not there great wrestling until the Shawn matches and yeah it's like, oh wow this guy's really good yeah that's he, like I mean like my I said, favorite of the Undertaker and I did like one of the classic Undertaker where he's like real slow and yeah you know the throat chops and the choke and then rolling the eyes back Undertaker Diesel was a fun big guy match at yeah. WrestleMania yeah I I, I don't know I I, I I, he wasn't always my favorite. No, I was not, actually not for me. Either. I was very, very shocked. They they did a they did a one on WWE. Like it was WWE 
ran, and mm-hmm. it was like the the top five hundred wrestlers of all time, or top fifty, or top one hundred of all time. And, I, I wonder if they were all WWE wrestlers. They were. It was. It was a <laughs> Shocker. W, it was a WWE. It was a WWE <laughs> thing, and there was like in their company's history, who yeah. were the top one hundred okay, guys. Yeah. And I remember turning it on, and I'm like, it's it's either going to be Stone Cold or The Undertaker. Yeah. And it was Sean. Sean got number one over Taker at number two. Oh and, wow! And it was voted by the the locker room. Mm. And nah, it was voted by Vince. It's always voted yeah. by Vince. Um, but it just—I mean, I know Sean took his ba- his ball went home a bunch of times, and Taker never did. But as someone who was, I would say, a loyal WWE fan, like, and I wouldn't watch anything else. Like mm-hmm. Taker and Sean were the guys who, like, they would put it on their back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, he was—he—he—he he, he got me into the gimmick of wrestling. He like, if there was a character, I would latch onto it. You know, I loved Goldust, I loved Mankind, I loved Kane, I loved Undertaker. Like all those characters are amazing, and none of those other characters I would have felt would have gotten over if it wasn't for Taker getting over and being successful with it for as long as he was. Yeah, you know, a lot of people try to do a gimmick and eventually they did it and then they moved on to a different like outside their gimmick. Or it gets too wacky. Yeah, or, or it's just mm-hmm. it's, you know. I just can't get over like Mordecai. <laughs> yeah, I mean like the fiend, or even Kevin like, Thorne. The, the fiend is like he he might have came in too hot too quick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's 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 it's. And even a lot of people are, are like on the fence about the fiend too. You know. But he here's really cool about the fiend. Bray stuff always seems like it has a shelf life that the Undertaker never had. Yeah, yeah. like a very small shelf life. And, and and he tries to recreate that by never showing himself in public or doing things. Yeah. Like and if he is, like he's he stays not posting on Twitter. Yeah, and he stays in character, which I do give a lot of rec- credit yeah. to Bray Wyatt for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Like I think that's the closest thing we haven't really got right now when it comes to a character is yeah. the fiend, and I think it's oh, because yeah, totally. he's held to such a high standard because of the Undertaker that it's like, how can we do this? Yeah, you know. I mean, they they want that him like who's the next Undertaker? I heard that with the Aleister Black too. It's like yeah, could have, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, a legendary career. Um, he's 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 one of a kind, man. He he he's done so much. Um. It was awesome to watch him wrestle. You know, I, I thought for sure at some at, at uh, Survivor Series we were uh, not Survivor Series, uh, yeah, Survivor Series, right? Was which when one? He, what when he came out and yeah, did his Survivor goodbyes? Series. Yeah, his Survivor Series. I thought we were gonna get a weird angle at the end, and we didn't. Uh, yeah, so I just, I thought it was to be so WWE like they couldn't help themselves. Like, oh, yeah. send somebody out. We'll have a feud. And uh, yeah, but they didn't. So. Yeah, I was waiting for the fiend. I was waiting for the yeah because he wasn't booked on the show. I was waiting for the lights to go out and like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. yeah. Well, one of one of the one of the best uh, big men of all time, not not personally my favorite wrestler, but you know that's okay. I I, I will say I was very entertained yeah, every time I yeah, seen him. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, totally. Even if it was a bad match, I'm like, fuck, man. Like you were, it wasn't you were angry. You were just like, oh man, yeah, like some, you were bummed. Yeah, get it was some good, good opponents in there for the wrestler. For yeah. the Undertaker, I mean. Um, I I am very happy I got to see him. His entrance live. I'd never seen an at WrestleMania entrance. Obviously, I'd never been to a WrestleMania, but I got to see him return at SmackDown 1000. Okay. Um, in her in 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 uh, Wilkes-Barre, and just to be in an arena, and I'm getting chills like thinking about it. But when you're in an arena, even even in a house show, it was like that. Even in yeah. a house show, I saw. I, I must have seen him take wrestle probably a dozen times live, and. When those lights go out yeah, and that dong time. hits, yeah, you get chills. And the slow walk to the ring. It's, that's that's why I didn't like Biker Undertaker because it lost all that. Yeah, and I understand. Oh, friendship character, but something it wasn't the same. It feel like now I know a lot of arenas. I know like Wilkes-Barre and Hershey and stuff. It is a it is ice hockey rink. Yeah, and it's a little it chilly. Cold, yeah, but it feels like when the Undertaker comes out, it feels like it gets colder. colder. It, it, it really does. It does. Turn AC that, up. That's true. It, it it does. It feels like it gets a little colder, and it, and and. Uh, Maybe they do that in the arena. I don't Turn know. Turn the heat off for a second. Yeah. It, yeah. And then the smoke billows out, and then the lights cut out, 
And as soon as the lights go yeah, out, yeah, that's a, maybe say the best entrance of all time. Yeah, it, the lights go out. The only other entrance that I feel like I seen live and I was really impressed with was Bray Wyatt, with the, where everyone was doing their phones. The fireflies. Oh, okay, that that yeah. was cool. Um, I got to see Edge live because SmackDown 1000, okay. his yeah. his pyro hit, that was unbelievable. But I mean, I never seen Sean live. I never heard the the, the sexy yeah. boy song hit, so I can't really say that. But the lights going out and hearing that first dong. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit! Like, and they would ex- after time. Then they would extend it. Where it just be the bell, and, and there'd be like pause. Yeah, it'd be nerve bell. Yeah, because <laughs> they used to just kick right just, in. And you just bringing up Sean again made me think of something that made me really mad. And that's King of the Ring 1995 because I was there. I was at the Philadelphia Spectrum, and round one at the very top of the bracket, it's like Undertaker against Mabel. Okay, and then Shawn Michaels against Kama. Well, Undertaker's gonna beat Mabel. Shawn's gonna be. We're gonna get Shawn Michaels yeah. and the Undertaker. Mabel got a buy. <laughs> Mabel got a buy because Sean and Kama had a draw, and then Undertaker lost to Mabel. Brian still wants so his money mad. back for that show. Yeah. WWE, give him a t-shirt. I, it, it's been 25 years, literally, and I'm still mad. <laughs> I remember we went to that SmackDown 100, and Brian can attest heavily to this. He sees my addiction to t-shirts and how much I'm willing to throw out of my wallet <laughs> to buy t-shirts. We were at the SmackDown. I bought the man shirt. And I bought another shirt. And at the show, man, these WWE shirts are like 25, 30 yeah, bucks a piece. They're really expensive. And I just remember sitting there, and The Undertaker just came out. And I was like, that's the first time I really seen, as an adult, see Undertaker mm-hmm. live. And they're selling these dead man shirts. And I just was sitting there, and I was like, I'm looking at my wallet, and I wanted another beer and food. And I was like, do I eat and get another <laughs> get beer? shirt and sacrifice. Or do I get... The Undertaker T-shirt from my experience at one, uh, like seeing him live, and I was like, I'm fucking going to buy a shirt, and I went and bought the shirt. I believe that same SmackDown too is when Charlotte came through the crowd right through us. Oh, really? Wow, yeah, cool. And, and Charlotte came down and started the revolution. But uh, yeah, uh, Andy, what do you got to plug? Uh, let's see. well, we already we plugged that independent wrestling TV enough, but Outbreak Wrestling, you know, yeah. Quarantine Files are kind of taking a break for right now, but they're gonna start back up next year. So that Outbreak Wrestling on YouTube, uh, Pro Wrestling Empire on YouTube, you watch me there, and. Uh, TV. Yep, and you can in the links below you can uh, is links to uh, his blue and gold t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Go buy one of those, and you can also see Andy um, on Friday nights on Truth Behind Illusion and not okay. cool. So high it'll be Friday podcast. nights. I didn't want to say what day it was. Yeah, I'm... Friday nights. Yep, Friday nights. And uh, Brian, what do you got? Murder, my dude, still going strong. We're getting really, really close to episode hundred now. Cool. I think we just did ninety four. Yeah, you guys are killing uh, it. It was a Chris uh, Christmas episode we just did. Jean Benet Ramsey since that was a uh, Christmas Day or the day after Christmas uh, murder that happened. The next episode that's going to be coming out, New Year's Eve, is going to be interesting. It's a little bit of an older story. It's about a journalist in Minnesota who kind of rubbed up against some people in high places and may have uh, paid the ultimate price for it. Uh, if you go back in the archives, we have some really interesting stories. Uh, a, uh, a lover's quarrel gone bad. We had a, a horrible, horrible story. I know... Uh, uh, Tony, you said it, and I agree, Ooh. it was like maybe the worst one we ever did. The worst murder a, uh, story I've ever heard uh, in my life. Wow. Oh, man. About a Japanese Concrete girl. might do it. It's Concrete might do it. Yeah. yeah it was, so, yeah, it you was can look up, that up at uh, projecthumanoid.com. I'm sure the links will be below. Uh, link, uh, we have a link, story. It'll be by Murder My Dude merch. It'll be under Tornado Tag Podcast links if you click the links. and the very it's, it's, it's in there as Murder My Dude, so you will see it there. All right, my I plugs. I was going to say that before. That's what I got. Okay, plugs done. What's one that? more thing before we go. Right, one more set of oh, plugs. Okay. Uh, just just uh, IWP Network. Check out the rest of our shows we have going on. Uh, it's They're not linked below, but we will get them in there soon. Uh, go check out PA Pile Driver Podcast. Show those guys love. Go check out the Duke's Dive. 
Uh, if you want to hear weekly wrestling sh- uh, review shows, go check out those two guys. They do an amazing job. Um, and also go check out the Wicked Turtle and High Tension Wrestling uh, and Alex over there at, at Camp Leapfrog. Thank you guys so much for the support. Make sure you, if you if you can. Wait, wait, Andy, did you have something? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not ending. I'm just saying if you guys can, oh. uh, ch- check out the merch page. If you if you can grab a T-shirt or a mask or something, it'd be very highly appreciated. Help us grow. Um, you know, you guys are helping us uh, upgrade microphones and getting. We have a new board coming in, so your guys' support is helping us get there, and we really appreciate it. So, what do you got, Annie? All right, one more award before we go. Best pro wrestling death, as in a kayfabe death this year. Let's say who do we got? Oh, a couple of people died. The best, the best. Death. I think my favorite is uh, uh, a double. I'm going with a double here. Uh, thrown off the roof. Yeah, Ray Mysterio, Alistair Black, when Baron Corbin murdered them by throwing them off the roof. I don't know died. who it was, but I'm going to say the guy that Bobby Lashley killed uh, all underground. <laughs> it was very understated. He just puts him in a chokehold. The guy just goes completely limp, <laughs> or or not even limp. He goes stiff, like rigor mortis <laughs> just sit in, and he just drops. He's like, did Bobby Lashley just kill that guy? I'm gonna go with Randy Orton burning the fiend. No, alive. the fiend, the fiend. We'll never see the fiend ever again. Fiend burned death, and he's alive. He's still Speaking there. Speaking of awards, I, in the chat, uh, Curtis mentioned that tornado. Or, no, that's us. Being uh, <laughs> driver did uh, their PPW awards. Oh, cool. Stuff, so. Yeah, they, I have to listen. I haven't listened to it yet. I've been trying to binge. I've been binge listening Office Ladies. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to get caught up on Office Ladies, and now that I'm caught up, I am going through and listening to all of my local podcast people. Oh, so cool. Tim, Tim Mingle, Sarah Cartwright, Steve Millers, yeah. uh, PA Pile Driver, Wicked Turtle. I'm trying to go through oh. and listen to everyone's thugs. Things, been, so uh, I, I will uh, check it out. I've been on the audiobook kick. I was trying to get, get through Ready Player 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So I, I listen to all the Not the as good as the first one, really. but pretty good. It was good, but not the, as good as the first one. The wrestling podcast. I'm very no. fortunate at my, at my job we're allowed to have those bone-condensing yeah. headphones. Yeah. So they don't oh, go in your be... ears. They go on your temple. And while you're like walking through the building working... You're allowed to wear these headphones. So at work, I That's download great. like five or six podcasts, and I listen to them all night long. Yeah. So I get like six podcasts on a night, and, yeah, and it's, it makes work go by so quick. I can imagine. Yeah, so if you guys have a podcast you want me to check out, definitely let me know. We're always down to do collaborations. Um, check out, like I said, the, the guys we just said, the PPW Awards over at PA Piledriver. Uh, thank you guys so much. Like I said, if you get a T-shirt or any merchandise, send a picture of us. Send a picture to us of you in your merch. Yes, um, son of a bitch. Keep it, keep it PG thirteen. You know, don't, don't. Well, you you cannot keep it PG thirteen. I mean, and we'll, we'll get give the it message. To Andy. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll just keep the photo. Yeah, <laughs> we won't. We won't post if you if you want to get crazy with your photos. We'll make sure they go to the right eyes. I may peek at them, but uh, by keep it PG thirteen, do you mean get a picture with Wolfie with D, D and JC? Yeah, JC Ice again. <laughs> I think one of them's dead though. But. Um, so I, I want to give a quick spo- uh, quick teaser here. So this banner you guys see, we're, what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to take this banner with us. I have faith that in 2021 we will get some somewhat back to normal if we can. Um, but this banner will travel. It's going to go to different shows and, and independent shows. And we're, tra- we're going to get the whole thing signed by different talent. So if someone goes to a show or Andy goes to a show, he'll tag it along with him and we'll get a bunch of people to sign it. And that'll be the – so this is the last episode of season two. And we will be January starts season three of the network and this show, and uh, the end of season three we'll give away this banner autographed by as many independent stars mm-hmm. as we could possibly and get. Who knows who you have in two years and three years and then hey this person's on TV. Yeah, one of those independent guys may be mm-hmm. someone you see on TV. So that'll be a giveaway for next year. Once again, if you want to be participating in that Royal Rumble, we officially have eleven spots left. So. Tag your friends. Tag people who are into pro wrestling and they want to win a banner. Uh, it helps us grow. helps us get our name out there. And uh, let's do it. So we'll see you guys next time. Tornado Tag Podcast. We're out of here. Mm-hmm.